What's your favorite friend Craig Phil? Oh, yeah. Hello and welcome everybody to this, the 10th episode of Alar's Refuge. I am William Boyle, the storyteller, here today with, uh, you know, these people who hang around a lot at the Dragon's Flagon. Heroes? Uh, kind of roustabouts? Depends on what you want to call them. Uh, we have in this group Crete, played by Phil. Yo. Crawl, played by Eric. Mm. Fio, played by Jenna. Hello. And Trill, played by Blake. Hey. I didn't even make a joke this week. I'm proud of myself. Up to a good start. I know. Normally, <laughs> normally I have to throw in a jab at you right there, but we're just we're rolling right into it. I know. I feel more accepted than ever, actually. <laughs> Let's see if you continue feeling accepted after this episode. Uh, as you guys recall, the last time that everything ended, uh, you had a little bit of a lore dump happen on you. You guys learned a little bit about the workings of a lot of the stuff that was going on around you guys, who Merrick truly was. You did confirm that uh, Nix and Knox are safe where they are, or were safe where they were until... Uh, what happened at the very end of the last episode, which was when you guys found out that not only had the wheel fallen, but the casino had just lost its uh, arena master battle as well and was now falling under the control of somebody else. Merrick and Solace said that they would be traveling to come see you as quickly as they could and then needed to go. And as you guys were getting ready to head back out into the the... Dragon's Flagon from Merrick's office is kind of where we had cut things off. Uh, right now, in that room with you are the four of you guys, Anita and Pauline, if I recall correctly. Um, are you guys doing anything else in this room before you head outside? Anita's passed out, though, right? She is, on the bed. Yeah. Otherwise, we're all just hanging out in the office. Um... Yeah. Fire was kind of like looking around because remember she was going to like, hmm, maybe I should pack up his stuff. Uh, but now he might be coming back. So, yeah, we did just fix him on the uh, magic yeah, mirror. She's still going to kind of. Well, not magic mirror, but mind right. Like pack up doesn't come with your, you know, bunny ears, right? Um... I might have bunny ears in my bag of holding. Bandolier of holding. Do you think about bunny ears, file? Right now? Yeah, when he says that, do you think about bunny ears? Yeah. All right, your necklace suddenly melds, shifts, and kind of moves itself up the side of your head, and now you have like a little pair of uh, jewelry-esque bunny ears. Mm. She's going to admire herself in the mirror now. How'd you do that? Have you always had that? Um, yeah. For a while. And, um, I don't know. I just thought about bunnies. You recall that this is the necklace that she got out of the trunk with all of the other items. She's She's been wearing it around you for a while. Wait, wait, wait. So, you have a magic necklace that can turn into bunny ears. Mm-hmm. I mean... Don't you? No, I mean, it's definitely a niche, uh, magic item. I'm sure it has uses, right? Right, guys? This is just, like, cosmetic, sweetheart. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Cosmetics are important. And if I had a magic amulet, 
I would also be happy if it could turn into, you know, designer jewelry for my head. Uh, Crete kind of just turns towards the door and says, well, let's, um, maybe we should grab something to eat before we start the next conversation. We have to figure out what we're going to do. Uh, mm -hmm. And then he'll open the door and kind of leave out, step if, out into the area. If, if I recall correctly, and it's been a while since we had the last session, it's been two weeks, so I just wanted to remind you, you guys had, like, been hanging out and eating, at least a couple of you. Um, so meal, maybe not for everybody, but yeah, like, get, get getting together somewhere and figuring it out would probably be on your mind. Great. Definitely was serious about eating. Great's always serious about eating. To the cheese board. Oh, I mean, I could definitely maybe use another drink. I think I've already been cured of my drunkenness once. Uh, what? What is up with this cheese board? Uh, did you open the door? Uh, yes, Crete opened Crete? and left. All right, as soon as Crete opens the door, I need everybody to make me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, shoot. Uh, all right, everybody has an additional plus two since you're standing next to me. All right, Crete, what did we say about opening doors? Uh, you are looking to beat a target number of 19. Well, shit. I got 15. Got right. yeah, 21 with that plus two. Which is fortunate because I have, I have a, no bonus to wisdom. I got a 19 as well. All right. One second. One second. There's no shame in defeat, Crawl. 12. <laughs> Glad you said that. <laughs> I take it back. That's shameful. Uh, well, and... 14, 14 with, uh, with Crete. And file. I, think I already sworn, told you I got 15. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't hear you. Okay. So, uh, two of you, uh, crawl and Fio don't recognize that anything happens when you open the door. Crete and Trill, you both feel somebody trying to push into your mind. Ah. Ah. Uh, what the hell was that? I feel like closes my ears the door. Just... Does that feeling go away? Instantly. Ah, I, what was that? I felt like my ears just popped or something. Ah. Something was invading our minds. What? Oh, gosh. Did you feel something touch your mind? Nope. Yeah, no. Maybe it's just me and Crete? I mean... Maybe you guys are just paranoid? No, no, no. This to is the cheese board. No, don't open the door. Open the door. When she opens the door again. Uh... Crete will not let that happen. Okay, okay. <laughs> God, you and your muscles. Uh, uh, if you would like to push past him and try and open the door, you can roll athletics versus athletics. Oh, I'm going to... I am absolutely going to do a fake. Oh, let me open it. Look at your big, strong arms. So, yeah, I will roll for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's roll. Okay. So, is it, sorry, strength or athletics? Uh, oh, so, or so just, it, you, the way you just described just it to me, yeah. the way you <laughs> described it to me sounded like it was more you were trying to be deceptive about this. I guess, yeah. 
So you're, you would be, I think, if you're going to try and be like sneaky about this, I will let you in this instance roll your deception against his athletics. Okay. <laughs> Let's do that. No, I want my athletics. <laughs> okay, you can take your athletics. You can take your athletics. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I want, I want to like actually put some effort in, and then his muscles are gonna bolt, right? All right. That's how that works. Let's do this. He rolled a twenty-nine. Um, I rolled an eleven. All right, I'm gonna let you tell me what happens as you try and push past him. Knowing he beat you by 15. <laughs> so, um, Fire's gonna go up like, oh, and actually will hold on to the door with two hands and like kind of give it like a fig little, like, oh, shove, pull, whatever. And then it doesn't even move an inch. So she's gonna like brace her foot against me, like, <laughs> and then give up. Like, hmm. And just admire. His raw strength. Something, something is trying to read our minds. Oh, uh, wait, wait. Trill, Didn't... roll me an arcana. Oh. Oh, yeah, 15. Just Trill? Uh, Trill, you have felt this before. You, yeah, I'm You've worked in the oh. bar. This was detect thoughts. Interesting. But I haven't felt I haven't like felt the pushing in before, right? That that is the part where somebody is trying to read more than just surface thoughts when they're trying to like read memories instead of just what you're currently thinking about. So this isn't this isn't exactly normal for the bar. Uh, you know, you got weirdos who show up and try and do this mm -hmm. some, from time to time, but it's it is definitely frowned upon. All right, consent is important. <laughs> consent is important when it comes to divination magic. Um, I think it's more important when it comes to more than that, but we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll table that for now. <laughs> um, it's all divination magic. Um, uh, so I am. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this I I think. Uh, and don't quote me on this unless you uh, have to. In which case, make sure to attribute it to me in my full name. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is detect thoughts magic. Just uh. You know, just with uh, what I've picked up here and there, being a, you know, talented artificer, kind of runs in the family, you know. Roll a dexterity saving throw, Trill. Oh, God. Wait, who attacked me? Pauline is sitting you <laughs> in the back of the head. 24! All right, you duck out of the way because you are so familiar with this backhand that comes whenever you start getting full of yourself that you're just like, nope, I know what's coming. Head down, out of the way. I just kind of ducked down, like, ah, oh, see, I've I, I've been uh, you know, working out now that I'm an adventurer. It's not gonna be so easy anymore. Wait, if something's trying to to read our minds, is that is that what was attached to any any or all of us? Oh right. Oh, probably. I thought that was purged out though. Well, it's probably trying to get back in. Well, this isn't going to work. We can't stay in here forever. No. No, we can't. Well, I guess we're just going to have to go back out there. Well, where's hold on, Rupert? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, hmm. Is there anything in here that we could maybe... Pauline, do, do you know? I mean, you're kind of more familiar with the office than I am, I think. 
Does he have any kind of, I don't know, like magic mind blocking Art artifacts? Sunscreen? Oh, yes, that, like that. This is like the second time I think I've ever been in here, hun. Wait, really? Oh. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't bring me back in. Normally he comes out and talks to me in the kitchen because I'm busy. Oh, yeah, I guess you haven't really been disciplined very often. Huh. Um Hmm. That's uh I'm gonna let me let me just look around real quick, real quick. Uh, I'm gonna well, kind of go through his uh look around paper and items, see if anything jumps out at me as either even if it's like a spell or something. Something that can either protect us or Keep it at bay or what? Uh, roll me an investigation. Right. Like what's currently protecting us? Yeah, yeah. If there's something we could take with us, even. I mean, what's protecting us now might be an enchantment on the room, but uh, let me do an investigation real quick. Ooh, and the rolls have ran out of juice already. Tragic. That's gonna be a nine. Nine's not. I mean, nine's not good. Nine's sad. Was, I have but, plus seven. But but. <laughs> You have to remember, this is an office room on the first floor of a bar in a, that has a door that is never locked. Merrick is not an unintelligent guy. The stuff in here is very nice, but outside of, like, the mirror, um, the, the tiling on the ceiling, and, and that's all you really see that's magical in this room outside of, the, like you guys had surmised, the room itself. It seems like whatever this enchantment is is very similar to the enchantment that Grace has in her room that keeps it a quiet room. It, it looks like it's runic and it's built into the foundation here versus it being like a small trinket or something you could carry. Mm. Can't carry um, the whole room. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure it would be... Uh, yeah, I mean... All right. That's not going to work. Well, we can't just, like you said, we can't just hide in there. Plus, Rupert, I think, is still upstairs in his room. Oh, yeah. Doesn't, so, if something is coming. Um, just out of curiosity, like, doesn't Detect Thoughts have a range? Like, they can't be very far away if they're doing it. That's yeah, right. I mean, I think it's maybe 60 feet. Uh, Fio, do you know? No. I mean, if they're just reading our thoughts and all i mean there's nothing we can do about it we may as well just go yeah wait how uh how 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 large how large is this building magic. oh yes detect oh yeah wait, I, I guess uh, I could doesn't, have it, doesn't it also require like line of sight um usually now you're creeping me out okay so crate's gonna leave now and start walking around Door uh, opens and wisdom saves from Crete and, or I'm sorry, yes, from Crete and Trill. Okay. Lord, I don't think I'm going to get lucky twice. Uh, I got a 21. Okay. I got 18. Trill, you are relieved plus two. When, you, when you... Oh, plus oh. two, 20, 20. All right, never mind. You are not really. Both of you feel the same thing. Somebody is pushing in on your thoughts immediately when the door tries to open up. Ah, uh, but you're again. able. But you're able to resist. Yeah, Crete is now just kind of like walking around and like checking rooms. Yes, and everyone fan out. <gasps> Maybe they're here to steal our cheese board ideas. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a quick 
fly around outside, make sure there's no one, you know, peeking in through windows trying to, uh, you know, detect th thoughts. Yeah, I turn into a cat and like sprint outside. We, oh, I mean, we did out. blockade the the front door. By the, the way, front, the front door is block barricaded right now. Yes. Well, yeah, I'm, right. yeah, I'm gonna go. To I'm gonna open up a window for him. All right. Uh, you you open up a window. You're with him, so kind yeah. of over where it is. Uh, Fio, are you if you're moving out into that room as well, go ahead and move yourself. Okay. I'm gonna start um, ritual casting. Detect magic. Do you, do you want to and look at how long that ritual takes to cast before you make ten minutes? You I already start? looked. All right. Yeah, I'm starting. <laughs> okay. I'll let them do all the work. I'm just going to sit here and be like, mm, protect the cheese board. Yeah. I'm also uh, going to throw out there. Uh, you know, I think it might be a good idea, Pauline. Until we know what's going on, maybe you and uh, Anita should both stay in here. with safe. All right. I don't, I don't mind. She goes back in and closes the door. Well, we should maybe also get her son. As soon as I get outside, I contact. I, I, I'm stopping both before that's you get outside. That's I'm stopping you. Uh, as you guys get to the window and Crete, as you get over here to look out of the window, uh, this is what you can see out there. You see what looks to be a guardian uh, smashed up against the large boulder that is normally outside, right next to where Shale is, uh, crushed into the boulder, surrounded by what appears to be a sphere of light. And there appear to be a uh, man that is standing, that is holding what appears to be the largest shield that any of you have ever seen, about eight feet tall, about four and a half feet wide, that appears to be made out of metal, that has, uh, you can't really see the front of it kind of at the angle that you are from him, but you can see the back side of it, where he's got like one arm satched into this thing, aiming it towards the Guardian. It appears that there is some energy coming out of the shield to where the ball is on the Guardian. Uh, and there appears to be standing next to that person, kind of, uh, instead of wearing all red like the shield wearer is wearing, the guy who's wearing very finely made black clothing um, that's a little bit more open. Doesn't really look like armor, really just looks like clothes. And where you can see skin near his clothes, you can see that there are all of these cuts and marks that have been healed over time and there's all of this scarring on him. And he's holding what, what appear to be a pair of uh, arquebuses in his hand that each have a bolt that is glowing with white energy. And as you look again at the Guardian, you can see that there are dozens of these bolts sitting out, out of its body. Have we opened the, I, have, I was picturing albatrosses. Have we, have we uh, opened the window yet? You have not. That's why I was telling you what was there before you decided if you were going to open that window. I am not going to open that window. Do, uh, do these scars look familiar to me? Uh, you have seen scarring like this in the past. like scarring pattern almost. Almost. I'm going to turn back into a person so that I can speak. I'm going to say, those oh. are very dangerous enemies. Alright, uh, everyone get down. I'm crouching down below the window. Oh, wait, what? Should I uh, stop my spell? So wait, 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 wait. The Shit. three of you that are near the window, I God, I feel like I just took my checks. hand off the pawn piece or something. <laughs> I'm like, wait, no, I didn't mean to do that yet. I will uh, need stealth checks. Oh, Lord. Actually, my stealth's uh, not that bad. I just wave. Crete's not going to bother. What? 14 for me. 17 for me. 
you see... He just... <laughs> I just imagine you like bend your knees just a little bit, but your head's still clearly visible. The one that is holding the arquebuses um, with the blonde hair kind of turns and looks at you uh, through the window and just smiles and like puts one of them kind of into a belt loop and waves a hand at you and then kind of motions to the door. I don't think you should go out there, Crete. I don't think you have a choice now. Uh, How do you wave them over? I'm going to do an insight. While he's insighting, I'm going to start crawling, making my way up to wherever uh, the little twerp is upstairs. So Crete is basically going to look at this individual uh, and kind of just kind of do sort of an assessment of you know whether or not they are uh how do you put it uh intending some kind of like harm or something like that like they're if they're if they're, they're if they have some form of like just because they have a weapon doesn't mean they're gonna like shoot somebody sure. or hurt somebody per se kind of thing but he's just trying to see if they they actually intend to have some kind of peaceful exchange here yeah sure go ahead roll it let's see uh, that's a 22. With a 22, the the person who is waving at you seems like jovial and happy, like they're seeing an old friend almost. Um, even though they are like in the midst of combat against a guardian, which is already strange because nobody fights against the guardians. That's just not a thing that happens. This is completely 100% new out of everything you've seen new in your day. This is definitely it. Um, and they are destroying this thing. And the guy in the middle of doing that is like turning to you and they're like, oh, hey, can you open the door? Um, there does not seem to be any malintent at all. Kyle, um, you're closer to the stairs. Could you go up and grab Rupert and get him in the office before <gasps> we start I'm something my spell? dramatic? Oh, oh no, shit. No, keep doing your spell. No, no. Oh, oh, I don't want to. Rupert! just going to step in and uh, crack the window. Uh, and as you step in and crack the window, the guy who's got the shield kind of turns it and aims it, and the ball lifts up into the air with the guardian inside of it and then he slams it to the ground and as he does that second rock not shale shatters in two and the guardian collapses onto the ground and he turns around and he kind of moves his arm for a second and the shield collapses down until it is just an eight foot tall pole and he sets it on his back ah hello there who are you Ha, they call me Nicholas the Priest, and this is my friend, Vasha, the Red. The guy who is wearing all red is saying that the other guy's name is Vasha the Red. Oh, that's going to get confusing. What are you doing here, and why are you fighting guardians? Uh, yes, yes. We came here seeking um, someone who needs safe travels. Her name is Anita. Do you know her? I kind of turn to Crete and shake my head, but don't say anything. 
Street says, yeah, I know her. Ah, good. We are cousins. So? Like, not you and I, but Anita and I. Uh, if you could just let her know we are here, uh, she will gladly vouch for who we are. Uh, and when you are comfortable, I guess you can unbarricade your door. If you're, if you're a cousin, what's, what's, what's her favorite flower? Uh, honestly, probably something like the night lily. Shit, that was a good guess. Wait, I'm not actually sure if that's right. I never found out her favorite flower. Crawl uh, is going to Anita right now. Creed, you can't possibly trust this guy. They just well, destroyed no, that thing. I uh, can't, but can you stop them? When you uh, crack the door to go get her, are you changing out of cat form back into regular form, or how are you opening the door in the cat? I already cat? changed out so that I could say... Oh, that's right. Dangerous right. enemies. Yep. All right. So you, you go over, when you open that door, he goes, ah, there she, I, she keeps vanishing. Wait, is that you? You're the one pushing in our heads? <laughs> oh, I apologize. I am not too familiar with, hold, hold on one second. And you see that he uh, shakes a little bit and you can feel that that pressure on your mind goes away. Where I come from, far more dangerous. Need to know when things are coming. So why why do you need Anita? Where are you taking her? Who wait? Who are you? First of all, I say I am Nicholas the priest. This is my I, friend Vasha the Red. That doesn't tell me anything. What priest of what from where? Ah yes, I see. I am part of the Aegis of Beowulf. You know Aegis of Beowulf, yes? Of course. Uh, I am currently ranked the 19th member, Vasha 17th. Those are good numbers, I bet. The Crete is still trying to figure out if they're lying. Should I do another insight, or am with, I riding on with, my previous with, one? With your 22, you feel like this guy is being... Or, well, you, you really looked into the other guy, but with that 22, you still feel like you've not detected any malintent from these guys. Um. So why why do you need to take her away? It's very unsafe here right now. Uh, all kinds of turmoil, lots of uh, problems. So our grandfather sent us to come collect uh, Anita, send some other of our friends to gather other members of Beowulf family, make sure they are safe. Well, I mean, why do she's you have to fight a guardian for it? Oh, we are exiled. That's what I thought. He, he tried to remove us. Uh, we don't want to be removed. Um. Okay. What if Anita doesn't want to be removed? If she does not want to be removed, we don't remove her against her will. She's just no longer Beowulf. Wait, what? You just take her last name just like that? Mm -hmm. Listening to your elder is very important in our family. Crawl, uh, you have made your way back there, right? So, uh, and she is still passed out. Pauline is there. Um, Pauline, Pauline, do that thing that clears up uh, the the intoxication. He walks her. over to you and does it to you. On her, on her, I said. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, what's going on out there? 
there are some very formidable looking people looking for her. They say they're her cousins. Trying to verify this. Um, cousins, huh? Yep. She shakes Anita's arm. And she opens her eyes. <clears throat> oh. Oh, where? Hi. Anita, Anita. There are two people outside that killed a guardian and are claiming to be your cousins that are here to take you away. Does this make sense to you? You see a look on her face and then it changes almost. The the look in her eyes that's very soft and jovial becomes hardened. Oh shit. Who is it? Uh somebody the red and some priest dude. Seventeen and nineteen in the Beowulf clan or something. Okay. Um Pauline, I need and Pauline looks at her and goes, I'll see you when you get back. Um send a message once I, once you're safe. Anita stands up and doesn't say a word, just kind of walks past you and heads toward toward the door. I, I you're leaving? Well, grandfather's calling. Oh. Okay. Uh, she heads out of the room. You're in there with Pauline on your own. I'm going to need to uh, ask you more about her later, and then I follow Anita. Can I come out now? You can do what you want. All right. Uh, you, Fio, right now, just like during this, have also made it upstairs to to talk to Rupert. Mayden! Come on, downstairs. Okay. Um, where are we going? There remains to be seen, but get ready. Okay, I'm ready. I'm going to make a fireball spell, and we're going to get him, right? Fireball? Dude, I haven't even told you that. I just learned that. Well, it's, it's, mine's not, it's like more like a spark than a fireball, but I call it a fireball. Let me quickly I'm follow. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I just taught you produce flame. You and did. that's when things went out of hand, right? 100% right. that is what happened. Yes, yes. But he calls it fireball. Uh, and um, you guys... Don't tell anyone I um, know how to do a fireball. Okay. I want to be surprised. Hey, I would never reveal your secrets, Master. Very good, Apprentice. Let's go. You guys quickly rush on downstairs. Great. Kind of looks at um, the one that's talking. It's Nicholas, right? Someone yep. that's talking. Oh, uh, hello. When you say things are unstable, you're not just talking about this district, are you? I I will be honest with you. I am not quite sure what being unstable means. Um, is something that grandfather and like the the, the greater people speak of uh, prophecies, and things that are happening, and all of this. 
I'll be honest with you. I, I had spent a lot of my time like wandering wastes and killing things and bringing back like materials so that things can happen and like occasionally coming up into here to do things, but like, you know, just not I'm much lower on the rungs than that, man. Are they still outside and we're like talking or like yeah. we're just talking through a crack? Through, okay. through a window as Anita is like now okay. walking out and over as you get downstairs. Oh, okay. I'm going to wander over and see who he's talking to. Uh, when I see them coming down, I'm going to yell at Rupert. Rupert, into the office. Stay there. Don't touch anything. No sparks. He, Rupert looks at you, Fio, and goes, do I have to listen to him? Mm, no. Yeah, come out here. Come learn. All right, sweet. Best to see firsthand. Ugh. Ah, uh, Anita, uh, hey. Who are you talking to? Frill. What? Oh, these two Crete. strange Crete. guys. Crete, I need you to move the barricade, please. Are you sure? I'm sure. Uh, Wait, where are you going? What about south. the cheese board? Good Go. luck. Good luck with the cheese board. Are you, are you serious just, right now? You're just leaving? Abandoning us? When you say south, how far? Well, if you're thinking of coming after me, you can walk as far as Elishad and then keep walking. Elishad, Elishad I don't know where, where's, where's Elishad? Preet, could you please help him move that out of the way? Do I know of anything further south than Elishad? No. Uh, anything that, that would be further south than that is crazy. There's like probably some villages down there, but they're eventually okay. in the coastline. Uh, yeah, Crete will just kind of move over and um, start taking down the barricade. He'll just move everything out of the way. Um, oh. I wish all of you the best of luck, I suppose, and hope I mm -hmm. see you again. That's that's it. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Don't think it's going to be that long before we see each other again. Not if my gut is right. Mm, hey. I hope not. Hey, Anita. Yeah. Could you just ask your cousins to to beat up the uh, to defeat the current Goliath champion? She mulls it over in her head for a second. It would really save a lot of problems here, and then it would possibly make it easier for you to come back at some point, maybe, or for us to try to track you down. And I know Trill would love to see you again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, but they're I exiles. I can't give them orders. Um... I can make a request, but they will have to clear it back home first, of course. Well, that'll take too long. All right. This is our problem to solve. We'll take care of it. One Best of luck. Uh, stay safe. Down there. I... I am a lot of things in this life, Trill. A survivor has always been the top of that list. 
You, on the other hand, you make sure to stay close to these three. And she walks out the door. Um, Be careful. Be careful around Elishad. Uh, when you, you say, when you say be careful around Elishad, you see that the uh, guy who has not been talking so far swings his head around. Skashi Elishad. What? You told me that means. <laughs> that means, are you from Elishad? Thank you. Um, no, but I've been down that way. Shamarul Dragon. No, 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 no. You see that he looks almost sad, but not for himself. He looks sad for you. And then he turns and he kind of takes one side of Anita, Nicholas takes the other side, and they turn and begin walking towards the southern gates. Good riddance. Really? Really? Creep, look at me in the eye. Would you abandon your friends? Duty when all this shit was going down? Forms. I mean, hun, he kind of already it. has. He took off and went to go, like, fight the Goliaths on his own without any of y'all. Yeah, but that was the better, for the betterment of everyone. She is doing things for herself. She could have asked us to come, and she didn't even think of us. All we got was a best of luck. I have known many people who are like that, and they are worthless. Let's not jump to conclusions. Our paths will wind many different ways. You never know when we're going to be seeing each other again, and for what reasons. It's okay to be upset, but remember, there's really nothing we can do to force a person to stand with us. Master, I know we hate Adida, but like, Adida's really a nice lady. But would you abandon your friends? But like, what if it wasn't abandoning your friends, but, like, maybe she was worried that if she didn't go, something bad might happen to you? She could have said as much. She didn't even give us a second look. She said, open the door, I gotta go. Peace out. I mean, okay. Trust me, little one. Uh, Trill, at this point, has already grabbed a drink. He hasn't said anything else. He just grabs a drink, and then doesn't even bother really getting a seat at one of the tables. He just kind of sits against the wall and he's just downing that thing. Then once it's empty, he'll just go get another one. Uh, you go to get another one, but previously this place has been cleaned out by Fio. I, you someone... actually don't oh. find any more around. She's even gotten the large kegs put away oh, right that's now. That's right. Trail. Fire. Let me get a decent bottle because you deserve it after that. Yeah, was, we all deserve you, it. Maybe dump out even one of those kegs would be fine. One and of the kegs? Do you oh. are you really gonna wallow at this point in time? Yes. Wallowing? I'm thirsty. 
It's a difference. Have you met you... him, hun? Like he, of course, he's gonna wallow right now. When he needs to be manning up and doing something, he's gonna. Oh no, I can't come in today. I'm sick. I gotta stay home. That is not what I sound like. I just going to have a drink. I just want a oh, drink. Oh. I can't have a drink. Yeah. Is that against the rules? You can have a drink Thank and you, reflect Fido. on how horrible she actually is that she has shown her real face. And then you are going to get up for a drunken stupor and march on because that's what we do. Yeah, All right. first drink. You need to march on like this. Majed! And you see the two ghostly hands with forearms and this time biceps show up. And also below them, two tiny spectral feet that begin marching in place. Oh. Uh, I I didn't Who's... teach him all of that. Who are your parents? I don't know. <laughs> I look. I look at Pauline. Oh, I've just been raising him, honey. Like he Merrick brought him in one day. I'm gonna like go up to him and like. Like, open his mouth and, like, look in. Look at his teeth. See if there's anything weird. Like, look in his ear. Uh, are, I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to roll a d20 right now. Uh, you want me to get an 11 or higher. That's fine. I've always been super nice to him. Uh, he has some pretty bad breasts, but besides that, the normal amount of teeth. You sure? You sure you're human? I mean, as far as I know. I mean, what else could he be? You think he's like some kind of goblin or something? Who knows? Maybe he's Merrick's kid. He's actually, you know. Oh. You know oh. what? Yeah. You know what? What's Merrick? He's a human dude, right? He's, yeah, yeah, but he's, he's crazy. Oh, are you saying Merrick's my dad? I'm saying I don't know. He could be. Sure. Oh man, have I been this close to my dad all these years? But to to be clear, he he also could not be. I mean, Crete could be your dad. I don't know. Whoa, no. Crete, are you my dad? No, I'm not. You're closer related to a goblin than Crete. Buy more alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Bottoms up. All right. What are we doing? What are we doing about this situation? I'm doing something. You're not. We are doing something. It's a process. I heard Crete say that he wants something to eat, so I'm going to take uh, Rupert back into the kitchen. We'll start putting something together for y'all. Thank you. Um, you'll probably want to put that barricade back and close the door up, the window up again. Um, yeah. Hunker down yeah. here for the night, because I don't think we want to be going anywhere else tonight, right? Crete will set things up again. Um, Definitely want sleep. And we do know we definitely do need to take a rest. And maybe maybe a good rest will clear our minds. Crete will look at Trill long enough for us to be constructive about this. This is me, the DM, asking this question as everybody's beginning to wrap up and before you put barricades back in place and you know, other things. There is a smashed guardian out front. You guys doing anything about that? I'm going to ask Corbin know. if anyone else has come by other than those two folk. Nothing out of the ordinary. I mean, has there ever been a smashed guardian before? 
I mean, that is definitely out of the ordinary. But... Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not even sure if I wouldn't even think to do anything about it. I mean, like, well, I'm sure one of the other ones will come by and fix them. I mean, to to Cree showing up, uh, like, going and touching, a, like, a broken up Guardian uh, when a bunch of other Guardians show up next to me being a Goliath at this current state of things, like, not not going to run that risk. If I was an artificer, I might care. Hey. Don't you want to go see what they're made out of, Artificer Man? I'm the alchemist, not an artificer, and I'm busy. No, Kurt does not want any any part of whatever the Guardian is or was. Are any of you going to tell Fio, Pauline, or Rupert about what is outside? Because they have not been over to see out the window or door yet at all. I'm pretty sure it was mentioned verbally to everyone. Oh, was it? Okay. I didn't think it was. I was still yeah, upstairs. I, I, did, I didn't think so either. And I did ask it, why are you attacking guardians? Kind of a thing. Yeah, at that point, though, I think that Fio may have been... Well, anyway, um, Fio doesn't seem to think that she knows that it's out there. So right now, Fio does not. Uh, I know that Pauline does not. And Rupert was upstairs, and he may have been peeking out the window and seen what was out there, but he has not let on that he has seen anything out there. How big are guardians? Uh, usually between nine to ten feet tall. I'm gonna hop out the window real quick and go look at it. All right. Actually, no. I'm gonna tell Corbin to go look at it. I'm gonna stay inside the house. Okay. Go ahead and roll me an investigation for Corbin. Um, I'm just going to look look through his eyes. I don't know okay. if you want me to do mine instead. Sure. Or... Yeah, go ahead and use yours. That is a 10. You see what appears to be... I'm going to use my final flash of insight. All right. So 15. Okay. You see what appears to be a crumpled set of armor here that looks extremely recently battle-worn. It does not appear, when you're looking at it, like there is any kind of a person inside of it. Um, where there appears to have been, like, entry wounds and stuff like that, there appears to be, like, a little bit of magical residue kind of around those spots, and you can see that, like, as this thing got picked up and smashed down a couple of times, like, a, a stomach piece of this thing has like clattered off of it and so you can kind of see to the inside of it where it looks like there is an intricate mesh of different lines and intricate runes that are drawn on these things that as you're looking at it with a 15 you're guessing probably acted as like some kind of magical circulatory system or something along those lines but you can't really tell much else right now uh I'm going to have Corbin peck at it. All right. At the circulatory system. Okay. Uh, see if there's a response. Sure. He kind of like reaches inside and goes to like peck at it. And go ahead and roll me dexterity saving throw. Twelve. A cone of light 
that is kind of just below where this thing is, like centered, so that in a in a cone, the actual body would be the first thing hit, and then kind of spreading out from there, including where Corbin is, a massive rush of a blue-green mana seems to envelop the body itself and explode outward, hitting Corbin for 52 points of damage. Okay. Uh, that doesn't do anything to you when you're looking through his eyes. It would just shunt you back into your body, right? Yep. Okay, so yeah, you get shunted back into your body and you feel that connection to Corbin crack as he is gone. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. I'm going to sit down and begin casting Fine Familiar as a ritual. Yep, so you start working on something in that. Uh, Crete, are you doing anything? Um resetting the barricade and closing up shop. Okay, good. Don't don't touch the guardian corpse, by the way, guys. I mean, it doesn't look like there's much left. Wait, guardian corpse? Yeah, Anita's cousins murdered a guardian. Are you serious, right? Yeah, go look outside. Huh. Trill, hold that thought. Hmm. Uh, you look outside when you get over there, Fio, and you just kind of see a boulder broken in half and like an indent in the ground, but you don't see a guardian body. Yeah, um, where? I see a broken boulder and I guess a dead crew. Yeah, no, I, I think that with 52 <laughs> evaporated. damage, he got evaporated. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Single feather f- hits the window. <laughs> Why is it raining feathers? Um, where? Is he at the window with me? Like, is that where you are, Crawl? No, I, I said that and immediately started casting a spell. Oh, okay. Uh, Kreese. Yeah. Older? Mm. Over and says, if you ever find a dead guardian, apparently don't touch it. They seem to have some form of... I don't know. Self-destruct thing? Defensive mechanism to stop poaching? That sounds... Sounds right. I was going to say, like, sacrificial magic, but okay. Self-destruct sounds good. Hmm. Anyways. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe this is all just, like, 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 too big for us, you know? I mean, like, those other guys, they didn't seem to have any kind of trouble, you know? I mean, that's why Anita probably went with them. They're, they're stronger than us. They're tough, you know? Like they can, they they could have handled this kind of problem that we're dealing with the Coliseum and you know Dro- Drogon and the Mixit and stuff. I mean, who are mm-hmm. we? But they aren't. They're piecing out and leaving. What does that tell us? Friends behind. It tells us that they don't care. Mm-hmm. See, now you're in love with me. Screw them. Still think it's fairly short-sighted to look at it that way, but I no, respect no, I, your I, feelings. I think Anita cares. I think they don't care. Like they're not going to stop to say this. Uh, it seemed like she cared much. Mm-hmm. I mean, what would you do if your friends were like like needed you, but also like your mom really needed you? I would tell my mom to screw you, off. You you hate your family, Prill. I mean, I would 
go to see her, but I mean, you know, at least like a, I don't know, a goodbye wave or handshake or high five or, you know, hey, I'll be back eventually kind of thing or something. Think about Anything. it this way, Tro. In life, you're going to experience many different things. You're only just starting off as an adventurer, right? Who knows how many more loves you're going to have. And lose. Maybe next time, you're going to be the one that's leaving. I was leaning back on a chair and looking at Cream like, how many loves have you lost? No yet. But I'm always open to the path in front of me. And I'm going to continue Wait, walking. so you haven't lost any? As she says you haven't lost any, a pair of spectral arms carrying a tray of food comes walking out of the back and sets it down on one of the tables and turns around and walks Yay! back into the back. There we go. Uh, Crete will wander over, saddle up to the table, and start dishing himself out some food. Is anyone else alarmed by the fact that Rupert seems to have two arms and feet now? Yes. Maybe a little, but it's pretty think, awesome. I think he might be like a warlock or something. Maybe he found something. I mean, Ooh. if there was anyone who would pick things up that he's not supposed to touch, it would be Rupert. Hey, Rupert. You made any, like, packs with, I don't know, entities? What? Hold on. He comes out of the back. What was that, Master? You haven't made any, like, packs with any other entities, individuals. The only person Hooded figures. I, the only powers. The only person I have a pact with is you. Sure, we're good then. Okay. Wait. Um. Not, not wait to Rupert. I'm just uh, watching him leave. I'm like, but Fio? Um. Mm-hmm. When you got sucked into that well thing, didn't that do something to you? Yeah, I got gray hair. Yeah, but I mean, like, he keeps calling you master. Maybe he made a pact with you. You calling me a demon? I mean... I'm just saying, you know? I could um, be bad, but am I demon bad? Probably not. I haven't really met any demons, though, but, you know... I mean, I imagine if I met a demon, I'd probably know. They'd be all fiery and... Hmm. <laughs> I fire, Genasi. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm drinking. I'm drink. I'm drunk. Anybody <sighs> else doing anything that evening? Uh, as long as it's not going to, like, interrupt my rest or anything like that, Crete will take some time to spend with Shale. Um... Talk to him, kind of like, just sort of have a philosophical conversation with him. Probably most likely with himself, considering I'm almost certain that Shale's vocabulary includes the blood of my enemies and, you know, can I kill it? So, um, but he'll take the, a little bit of time to, like, just go ahead and use the paint that he got at the market the other day and start to sort of give 
shale, uh, some sort of traditional markings from the Goliath Society. Uh, you're using the the paint that's good for blood, the blue paint. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you are painting this onto shale, the stone that he is made out of seems to almost porously absorb the paint away from your brush and soak it in. So you can tell when you're done with this that this is not something that is going to come off of him. He now definitely does not look like a boulder when he lays down, though. Or he looks like a very graffitied boulder. As long as he's happy. Like, is he happy with it? I love being covered by the blood of my enemies. I've been waiting for this for, like, the whole time I've been alive. This is amazing. I'm glad you like that shell. Then... Hey, so, uh, did I, I, did I do the right thing by just, like, sliding out of the way during that whole, like, big fight thing out here? Uh, he, told me, he told me not to do anything, so, like, I just kind of stayed in. A true warrior knows the time in which it is important to fight and when it is important to survive to the next fight. Well, you just, you told me you were going to tell me who the enemies were, so I didn't know, like, who the enemy was in that fight. And you made the right choice. All right, cool. How fast did they defeat that guardian? 24 seconds. <laughs> Longer than I expected. All right. Well, settle in for the night. We're going to take a rest, and uh, we're probably going to have a lot of things to do tomorrow. Shall I stand watch? I would appreciate that. All right. Who are my enemies? I mean, at this point in time, no one is your enemy. But if anybody who anybody approaches who isn't myself or the companions I have inside of this building, um, let me know. Okay. If you barricade the door, it's going to be hard to let you know unless I like use a window. I mean, you. I'll just. I'll. I'll pull a cot into the, into the bar. You can. You can just hit me up in here. He'll tap his head. All right. This is what it'll sound like when I do it. And then he just slams into the door. Again, <laughs> you can just tell me telepathically, like, we have this connection, right? You can just say someone is approaching. But what if you're asleep? Okay, do both. Slam the right. door and tell me that someone is coming. <laughs> This door is my enemy. It turns into a boulder right in front of the door. Extra defense. I love you, Shale. 
the crate will go inside. Uh, rest of the night passes slowly. Uh, each of you, I'm guessing, have... Sorry, sorry before the night started. Yep. Um, I, I just finished my Find Familiar spell and, re- and resummon Corbin. Okay. And I um, send him outside to just watch. Have him perch on the boulder. <laughs> I don't want him going near Shale. I worry that Shale will kill him. I was also going to have like an honest, genuine hot to hot with Trail once like Crete goes outside and Kroll's doing his own thing. And she's going to say, you know, like, you know, everyone thinks I'm jaded and bitter and all of that. But like, I have genuine experience with this kind of thing, okay? And it feels really bad right now, but you're going to get through this. I mean, that's why we drink, right? We're going to feel like shit tomorrow and you're not going to think about her at all and you're going to pick yourself up out of the dirt and soldier on. Okay? Uh, while she's talking, I, uh, by this point, I've cast enlarge on my homunculus and I'm kind of just pushing it and so it rolls across the floor and then it kind of waddles back to me and then I push it again and it rolls back across the floor. You just see this kind of just enlarged koosh ball just going <laughs> across the floor with googly eyes, like spinning <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. I love it. And then standing back up and the googly eyes kind of do the swirling thing and then they settle back mm-hmm. down at the bottom and then it walks back over to only to get pushed again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seems to be enjoying itself. But yeah, and I'm just kind of nodding along with it while you're talking. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like it was, you know, long or anything, which is good. No attachments, <clears throat> right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It could be a brief encounter that leaves you cr- crumpled mess on the floor, okay? Like, I've been through this many times. Many, many times. Do you see any of that keeping me down? Um. No. No, because I've been through this a million times, and, well, I might be a little bitchy and all of that, and... I get up and keep going, and I know we're going to get through this. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. I think I'll sober up naturally this time, though. Yes, exactly. The pain and discomfort will help. <sighs> All right, y'all, I'm heading up to bed. Um, uh, Rupert's probably going to be up for a little while if you need anything from the kitchen. Sounds good. Thank you. Pauline meanders to a bedroom. Uh, Crete's going to go and grab like a, a mattress or, or roll, bed roll or whatever the hell they have and set it out near the entrance to the tavern. Krill's probably going to uh, go find one of the bedrooms and roll his homunculus in there. And Fire will keep drinking, and if Rupert's still up, she's going to work on the prestidigitation with him. 
All right, so you and Rupert are hanging out in the the kitchen doing that for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, who's the first one who actually probably goes to sleep? Um, it, I mean, if they're in the common room, then Crete will probably be up for a little bit. I don't know how tired he is, but I mean, if not, probably Trill. I don't know. Wait, what is Crawl doing? I was like, Crawl just going to sleep. Yeah. So yeah, one of us too, I guess. All right, so Carl's going to be the first one that falls asleep. Carl, while you're sleeping, you have a dream. It, you're in a place that is completely unfamiliar, but you feel like you've been here. You're standing at the base of what feels like a very large mountain. And you look around, and you're standing in a village that appears to be comprised of people who look like you. And not like you crawl, you nix. You see homes, families of changelings. Two parents, two children you see that what you originally envisioned as a mountain is not a mountain. It is a tree that you are at the base of. And then you snap awake, come morning. Trill, you fall asleep next. Your dreams are restless. It's a lot of Anita walking out of the bar over and over and over again. You trying desperately different ways to convince her to stay and her not once saying anything to you as she leaves. And you experience this all night in a series of sweats and terrors until you awaken in the morning. Crete, your dreams are of fighting Resic, fighting him on the rim, fighting him in the arena, fighting him on Manta's toll bridge, which is somewhere you have not frequented very often, but seems in your mind thematic for a fantastical fight against this man and in your dreams you just keep hearing your mother calling your voice weakly and every time you best him only for him to rise again you manage to make it all the way until morning without your ram waking you up file when you finally dream, you dream of the dragon's flagon, except it is empty. There is no one else here except for you. And downstairs in the common room, there is a large board with your cheese wheel idea that has strings on it that are reaching into all of the other rooms as it has slowly consumed and taken the whole of the building over and as you wander through it 
and your arm catches on one of the pieces of yarn. You watch as it slowly begins to wither and decay and spread through the entire webbing. And then the dragon's flag in itself collapses down around you in a start as you come awake. And it's the next morning. You guys are now officially 24 hours away from uh, the spring trap plan that you have with your animals. Balak will be arriving tomorrow morning. But for today, I don't believe there is anything active or anything like that that you immediately have to get off and running to. So you guys let me know what you're doing as you wake up. I assume Crete as probably the first one to wake up. You're doing your morning constitutionals. You know it. Crete is probably sticking close to the flagging at this point in time, but he would he would probably just go back outside. Um, and uh, if the boulder is in any sort of chunks, he would just kind of use it like a like a atlas stone kind of scenario. He like lifts one up, flips it over, kind of thing. Picks it up, throws it, that kind of stuff. Yeah, they are all definitely much smaller chunks and easier to toss around than the old boulder, that is for sure. Uh, Crawl, when you wake up, Corbin reports in that only one interesting thing happened during the night. What's that? A shadow moved through the area. What? It never came near the dragon's flagon, so I didn't alert you, but it just moved through the area. What kind of shadow? Everywhere that it moved, it was wreathed in shadow, and I could not see it. Oh. Okay. Well, let me know if something else happens. Uh, the Goliath man was outside throwing around stones where the guardian thing died. That's yeah, normal. Okay, just figured I would tell you. Uh, go looking for food. Uh, Pauline is probably already downstairs in the kitchen, uh, so you could, would be able to catch her, and she would be able to whip you up something. So she'll start actually making breakfast for everybody. Did you have any weird dreams last night, Pauline? No different than normal, huh? Are your normal dreams weird? I mean, I work in an establishment that is literally run by a dragon. Um, my dreams are mostly just about having to come into work again. You're not liking here? Oh, no, I, I enjoy being here, but like, you know... <laughs> It would be nice to have more days off, but it's hard to maintain health. Yeah. But I got a roof over my head and I got a purpose in my life, so there's not really much else I need, to be honest with you. Coral is going to be mentally thinking at this point about what contacts he has in his guild to try to figure out more information about who's probably framing Nevix. Okie doke. Girl's just laying in bed. He's awake, but he's just kind of staring at the wall. Corbin perks into your head and goes, Do you want me to find 
fire belly. Yeah, I told you to find him yesterday. Well, then you told me to watch to make sure nobody was coming around here, like superseding orders. So I go look for him now, that's why I'm asking. Yep. All right. So he takes off. Uh, as he takes off, you kind of see him in the background of Trill's window as Trill is just lying there, staring at the ceiling, I'm guessing. Yep. Fio, uh, I am assuming that you are waking up in the kitchen after having passed out down there, like teaching things to R Rupert and drinking and that thinking on your chessboard. So you you yeah. awaken in the kitchen as as breakfast is being cooked around you. Mm, perfect. She is uh, once food is kind of like coming out. She's actually gonna. First, go check on the cheese board and like make sure that that was all in her head and kind of pull on some yarns and go, okay. And then she's going to go sit in the kitchen and write in her journal. All right. Food is eventually all brought out to the table so that everybody can either dish up or grab and, and meander to wherever they want. I'm going to send my homunculus out to go grab a biscuit. You see these little koosh tendrils like wrapping around a biscuit and enveloping it and kind of pulling it into its little koosh body and like trying to meander off with something that is pretty much as large as itself, just slowly dragging it. Crete uh, will reach down, pick the koosh up, and like put it on a plate and then like add a couple more things. To the plate. You, you shouldn't eat that. It starts trembling and the little cushion ends start like shaking back and forth. Don't worry, little one. My diet's very specific and you're not on it. He'll finish dishing up a small plate and then head over to Trill's room. The cush ball is going to try and climb onto your shoulder. It won't stop it if it can. All right, yeah, it like it like uses the little tendrils and its tiny little feet to get itself up on your shoulder and and rides you in. Okay. Creedle, uh, walk in. You hungry? Get a biscuit. Oh, oh. I agree. Here, it vibrates Here. at you in such a way that it's like I brought a biscuit. He'll uh, Kurt will go ahead and put the the plate down on the, like the bedside table or something, and uh, just kind of move back and lean, lean, put his back up against the wall next to the door. Is Not that gonna... yours or mine? No, it's yours. Oh, thanks. I'm not going to tell you there's a solution to whatever you're feeling. You're just going to have to write it out. If you want to talk about it, I'm here to listen. Um, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm going to, Trill's going to kind of swing his feet around. And so he's sitting up on the bed. I mean, his feet still don't really touch the floor, but he's 
swinging around. Um, and kind of looks at the plate. <sighs> yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I had rough dreams last night. What you mean? Me too. Yeah. I mean, I think what what makes it hard is just, like, it's not even that she was fine with leaving. It's almost like the only thing that slowed her down enough for her to say anything was the fact that the door was blocked. Like, she was just gone. Just, gone. About her or is it about you? I don't know. It's maybe both. I mean, you know, I mean, I guess I was just like a nice distraction or something while she was here living this life, whatever it is. I mean, she's a Beowulf, which is, you know, a big, important name. Um, you know, you'll never really know if that's true unless you ask her, right? If I ever see her again. And I mean, it's not like, I mean, I'm not like a Beowulf or a, you know... Or like Fio and her family, you know. I mean, it's you have a strong, important family. You know, you have certain obligations. You have to do things it's like you with your family. You know, that's, that's what we're trying to fix. My name is Trill. I don't know what a sending spell is. What? Just send Nothing. her a message. Are you listening in on our conversation? I don't have any other patrons, so like, yeah. I'm part of Team Cheeseboard, okay? She is um, right. There are ways for you to ask and continue that conversation. I think, not that I know for sure, but if I had to guess, your dreams are probably more a symptom of the fact that you didn't say anything when she left. You just stood there. Yeah, well, I guess just, you know, didn't want to get in the way. Well, why wouldn't you? If it uh, mattered this much to you, why wouldn't you? Well, you saw her. I mean, if, if she was your size, she would have kicked the door down. She was, oh. you know, and those other guys could have kicked the door down, too. And you would have been beaten to a pulp, left yes. bloody on the side of the street. Oh, yes. I, I would have been a bloody smear just uh to... Oh, it's not worth it. It's not worth it to put your neck out and actually talk to the woman you love. Yeah. Pauline I mean... just kinda Pauline just kinda eyes Crete for a moment and goes, You would do well running a tavern, sweetie. Thanks, I guess. Yeah. All right, a all right, all right. The profession. I need to uh, clear my head. I'm taking this food out here. I'll, I'll take Puff back to kind of fly up to Creed's shoulder and put my hand out for Puff. Puff seems comfortable where he is. Puff. You see him like two of the little tendrils go down and like wrap around a piece of Crete's clothing like he's trying to hold himself in place for a second. Alright, fine. Hang there for a while. It's not my fault he has broader shoulders. Ugh, I'm gonna go eat. You can see that Puff is just like looking around from this height and is super excited to be this tall. 
I'm going to have a seat out in the dining room. He'll head back out and grab himself a plate. I mean, you're not the only one who had bad dreams. What was your dream? Utility. To sum it up in a word. Utility? Futility. Oh, futility. That makes a little bit more sense. Hmm. Actually, yeah. Weird. You think it's because we both resisted that mind thing? No. Maybe it's a side effect. No, no I think it's... I had a dream, personal. too. And I, had, and I didn't think I resisted that mind thing. No. Wait, what was yours? Was it also a futility? I think it was actually me dreaming about the, like, slaughter of my race. What? Yeah, there was this crazy big village of changelings that I've never seen before. How do you know they're changelings? Because they look like this, and I turn into my actual normal form. Ah! Jesus! Ah! Ah! Ah, well. Ah. Wow, that's weird. Not weird like you look weird. I mean, weird just weird seeing you looking like that. Not like you. I mean, that is you, but you look not like... Yeah, yeah no worries. No worries. Yeah. Sometimes they describe, uh, people describe our race as like a blank canvas. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, huh. Anyway, you've had a rough go of it, so... Well, I mean... You just, you just take the time you need, bud. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I watched, you know, something like that. That's... I mean, yeah, but it was just a dream, right? It was a dream. I mean, it's a not like it was real or anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to turn into a cat and curl up next to Trill and just, like, purr and sleep. Just be a um, cat. Emotional support druid. Yep. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. I, so what um, is our next plan of action? I don't know. We can't just stay here forever. Hey, Pio, you up? I'm in here. When she come out here for a moment. Give me a minute. Uh, Rupert I was, like, dishing up a second plate. Rupert walks out with a second plate of food and sets it down just directly in front of Crete this time instead of kind of in the center of the table family style. And uh, trailing along behind him is his little, you know, weird mage hand abomination. And the the feet now seem to have uh, formed ankles. I don't know if we want to be around when that thing's done. Just put it out there. So at this point, fire, like, comes into the the main room holding a book. Well, I for one would be delighted to see it. So how how the prestidigitation go? Keep practicing. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. I could hold on, hold on, wait, Mister Creek, can I can I use my spell on your food? Yeah, maybe not the food. Yeah. Hold on, no, no, it's really cool. Watch, it's really uh, cool. It's up to you yeah. if you say yes. Creek will be like. Yeah, go ahead, kid. Okay, watch this. Oh, ka-cha! Alright, now take a bite right there. As you, 
Kree will take a bite. All right, as you take that bite, it is probably the spiciest thing you have ever eaten in your life. It's still edible, but it is on the farthest end of spicy you have ever eaten. I finish it. Isn't it cool? I could like change the texture too. No, thank you. Creed, is that like a is that a single tear coming out of your eye? How'd it taste? Lethal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I swear I didn't teach him that. Good. And she's gonna like bop Rupert. This spell is meant to be like a thing with Pauline to be like, hey, magic's useful and you're going to do great. And then I can teach you the fire shit, but you can do useful stuff. He, he eyes your drink in your hand and goes, ciao. Oh, no. He just stares at you breathing. <sighs> uh, fine. She has a sip. It tastes amazing and it tastes just the perfect temperature for you. Mm. Okay, more of that. More of that, less, less of this. And she's gesturing the spicy hot plate. It does both of them. I am getting to be a, the second most powerful wizard in the world because of you. Well, thank you. You are coming along very well and full of surprises. Are you my Bob? Uh, no. I mean, I mean, we we were like talking about like parentage last night. I was just thinking it was cool if like instead of my master, you were my mother. But like, I know you're not because like I got a cool Bob because like Pauline's a good Bob. But like, it, it did bring up the question of like, who, where do I come from? Yeah, not me, kid. Okay. Don't overthink it, Rupert. Your future is your own path, no matter where yeah. you came from. And family is overrated. Pick Not... your family. Yes, that's better. Pauline, you're overrated. No. No, no you're meant to be useful to her. <laughs> you're confusing me. I'm going to go back to the kitchen. Bring me some more of whatever this is. It could be anything. It could be literally anything. I'm not going to lie, Rupert. Gonna... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go, go, go. Sorry, sorry. I'm not going to lie, Rupert, uh, he's kind of moved from annoying to mildly terrifying. Yes, I am uh, mildly concerned. I'm, I'm... However, I am more intrigued and shall keep going down this road. Yeah, that sounds, sounds about right. Oh. So, no, go ahead, Kareem. So, Trill here mm -hmm. asked a good question of basically really? what you want to do. Oh. Oh. You mean together? Yeah. Not abandoning friends? You know, we can move on from that, you know. <clears throat> I'm not sure you ever answered my question, if you would. We've, we've had a good sleep. Let's leave it at that. That still doesn't answer my question. So, 
where do we go from here? I mean, if we can't, if we can't beat the arena master, um, we still have, you know, Mix It Inc. making their grand appearance. Uh, I think tomorrow morning. Well, okay, let's rethink this. Now the whole Balak thing—that's pretty much like tentative. Not so sure. Um, we need to talk to his assistant. Yeah, that's what they told us. And that should fix up your thing, right, Krull? Who was using the name? Whatnot? I switch back into Krull. Um, if we figure out who that is, I will just tell you that they will be dead. Um, Are you gonna kill them? uh, I'm not. But okay, never wait, wait, wait. But don't you have to find out who and then tell them? Or yeah. are you saying if we find out, they're going to be dead, so we shouldn't find out? Well, I mean, they they should pay for their crimes, but... Wait, what's the crime? Attempting to pretend to try to murder... Crete's siblings, and then Wait, is that a and crime? kidnapping them, and pinning it all on Nevix. And mm. they're probably behind what's going on now. You think this whole Crete... No, not Crete, sorry. Do uh, you think this whole takeover is part of their plan? I mean, maybe. It did all seem very convenient to fall into place like this. It did. It's strange, too, that Bev and her brother are just kind of leaving. They're not really going to challenge it at all. Um, seems like everyone is just kind of giving Well, up I mean, isn't he in exile? Yeah. Oh, right. Lev is in exile, and Bev already lost, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Bev's apparently in pretty bad shape, so. And they're both heading to the west, to the, pier- the Bladed Vale. Yep. So we could always go there to re- I guess reconvene, but I mean we're convening now, so well, it doesn't solve to... the problem here now and no. with Crete with Crete's mother as well. This is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Now that I Look, think is so the like, more pressing issue here. So so here's what I'm saying is if we successfully find out who is behind all of this, know that whoever's behind it will be killed. So like that does kind of solve our problem. But there's going to be a bunch of people killed. Well, okay. Raise of hands. Was it anyone in this room? I mean, to be clear, let's say for instance, and believe me, I'm not saying it, it is or was, but let's say they fi- we find out it was Trill's mom. They're also going to kill Trill. Wait, what? Mm. Why? Because whoever did it, they're going to kill them and everyone they love. Wait, what did the lovers do? What did the love do? Oh. What did they do? I'm safe. That's why I didn't use you as an example. Sick bird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Okay, so. Okay, we still... so let's go around. Is it anyone you love could possibly have done this? No, my mom keeps to her own business. Or I guess I mean, you're I guess anyone it... who loves you, because it's not necessarily the other way around, right? Well, I mean, I guess, you know, um... my dad's off doing something. 
and he's possessed though, so he's not really my dad. He's probably just a corpse being piloted by some demon thing. Yes, yeah, so I'm thinking about camp. Fio, roll me an insight. Okay. We have to. There are many different things going on at this point in time that we have to keep in mind. There are different pieces moving to a degree in which we probably can't really keep track of at this point in time. But the fact is, is that the casino Imperial is experiencing almost an identical thing that we are. Two districts housing beasts of an unimaginable power going suddenly changing hands at almost the same time is not a coincidence. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Meaning that whatever forces are at play are larger and more organized than individuals. So, there is something, some people, or something powerful enough to influence many different people, causing some this to occur. Okay. When I confronted Resic earlier, yesterday, he exhibited power. He never displayed before the ability to influence people's minds. It's not entirely unheard of for paladins like us to have some powers like that. But this was something more. Something about it seems wrong to me, different. So Rissick suddenly gains magic powers he didn't have before. Um, was he carrying or wearing anything unusual? Um, Kreet will think back. You didn't look. You were very focused on getting past him, and you didn't take any time to stop and check him out. Very true. Uh, what did you get on that uh, insightful file? 22! You notice that when you say, is there anyone here who has any family members who might have done this? Pauline's eyes go from kind of looking down at her plate to looking up at you and then back down at her plate. Am I picking that that up, meaning she's thinking of me? Uh, she's thinking of somebody related to you that she does not have a very high opinion of. Yeah, but it was specifically, and she's going to look at it. Yeah, but it, I said specifically someone who loves me, and that is not him. I'm just telling you what you saw in that insight check. Pauline eyed you. Yeah, she's saying that out loud to Pauline because she picked it up and was like, hey, no. Sure, absolutely. Might have done it. Doesn't love me, so doesn't bother me. Who are you talking about? I think she's talking about her brother, her father. Yeah, her brother. brother. Well, I thought her father was the one who was possessed, which is why yeah. it makes it real unlikely he's done this. 
Oh, but he's part of the problem, right? He's part of the other problem. The bigger problem. Wait, but what's to say that the two aren't connected? I mean, you were saying before, the two districts, the wheel and the casino, are the ones that are experiencing this change of hands. This is happening mm-hmm. at the same time as the takeover by the, uh, you know, our big friends up on the mountain. But uh, why, would, why would the Nessessence frame Nevix? That doesn't make sense. She's she's right. I mean, Nevix is one of them. Mm-hmm. Also, my brother wouldn't have bothered telling me that my father went missing unless he really wanted something. I mean, also, I don't know that these godlike beings are the types of beings that care about framing. Subterfuge might be something they could do. Possibly. But... Part of their goal. And plus, we don't know how these individuals they've possessed have maintained their how do you put it awareness well and fire kind of like clutches her like diary for a second okay so we're all friends here so I'm gonna share when do you think my father got turned because was it before or after we met him? I assumed it was before. It sounded like it was quite a while Exactly. Before. And did you see how he was acting? Mm-hmm. What's your point? Wow, like, he seemed like him. So you're saying that maybe these beans can kind of turn themselves off or on or imitate the original individual as yeah oh oh yeah hmm. mistos has traveled around being largely the same i mean while his behavior may have caused the release of one of these things the the unshackling of one of these things hmm he mostly hasn't done much different given his history over the years. So Mistos is, I guess, possessed by Sidet? The DM says yes. Mm, nice. All right. So Sidet has Mistos. Um, Ocelot has my father. Um... Then we have Sore and Suratrat are still trapped. One beneath the casino, one here, and the dragon's flagon. Well, and all that, of this... That thing ain't trapped down there no more. Wait, what? It's just the husk of it down there. It's out in a body. Yeah, wasn't it like... Uh, wasn't this one that, in Mistos? Was that the one that was Mistos, or was that the one that was my brother that I didn't know existed? The brother you didn't know existed. Oh, the one downstairs. Yep. So why are we still? And Haru, why... Haru got the one that was in the Casino Imperial. Who's Haru? Fio's dead. That's right. Okay. And Mistos is uh, Krull's, uh, I mean, Crete's uh, uncle. uncle, right? Okay. So, if they're all possessed by these creatures of evil, I mean, we can't really trust anything they've told us, right? 
including your uncle. My uncle never told us anything. He never spoke to us. We he only ever gave heard us what little he did. I mean, didn't he give us the uh, chest? The He's and she points to the. She's gonna still have the the bunny ears on. Yes, and I've thought hard about that as well. I, I think, to some degree. Mistos is a contradiction in and of himself. While he probably believes, he probably shares some kind of belief that these things need to be released and so, did whatever he did to do so. He probably also believes that there is some kind of balancing force out there. And if that balancing force is ill-equipped, then how can it truly balance out power like that? Wait, where are you going with this? Like, where the balancing force? There was a prophecy. What? Pa when? Oh. A painting? Okay. Oh, that? That was a painting. No, it was a prophecy. Oh. The one that was in his house, right? Mm-hmm. What what was it? I it was I remember it was I remember dragons on it. I'm not really much of an art guy. I added the note into your sketch pad, Creed. The note that Mistos left was there's strength among the many, the weakness in the one. Is that referring to Nevix? No, it's referring to us. More likely, it's... How do I put it? It is a beacon to follow of some sort. To achieve what we want to achieve, we need to work together. We need to combine our resources, learn to push each other and raise each other up so that we can resist the forces out into the, into the universe of some sort. At least that's what I want to believe. Mm -hmm. I mean, just... look, I'm just going to say it. Is it not super weirdly coincidental that all of us here have a family member who has taken? Oh, honey, that's why oh. Merrick picked all of y'all. Picked? Yeah. What? Phil. I mean, I would like to know if you know more. About all of this? I mean, I don't... I bet know very little more than I'm assuming you guys have figured out running around and doing all this, but you know, he knew that people were being corrupted and hurt and he wanted to try and help how he could. So he's been trying to figure out how to, you know, pull these things back out of them and work that kind of magic. But 
losing Tarquin is a kind of a setback since he was the one who kind of crafted all of the cages. So, you know, he started offering you the small jobs around here to go and like directing people to you to, to fight for him. For Crawl, he let him come in here and spy on people and get, gather all kinds of information for that Dimmer Guild he works for. For Fio, he made sure that nobody in this town ran her out like they've done in the other ones when she's built up those big tabs and kind of kept bringing her back here after she would get too drunk and, well, forced me to give a job to the probably the worst waiter I've ever had. Now, he was very good with people, but, like, doing his job he was terrible at, but I couldn't fire him because Merrick wouldn't let me. Aww. You could have been as lazy as you you wanted. I know. No, that means a lot, though. Thanks. So, what I've learned or what I feel like I am learning is that if I want to accomplish anything, if I am to walk the path of glory and find a way to lead my people, I need help. I need you people. I think we might need more than just us. Well, wait, uh, just I'm before sure we help us. Uh, just to backfill my own brain, um, who? There's another entity, right? A super entity. Nevix. Nevix. That's what I thought. Okay. And Nevix is what holds him in. Everybody it's the others, go ahead. Right? Everybody go ahead and make a perception check. Oh shit! I don't think he's actually held in. Um, he's just... I think he is, but it's nineteen. He's mollified. Ten. Because Twenty-three. They don't let anybody die. Oh right. Um, do my eyes see things? Your this would be a special eyes thing. And you did not just get a twenty-three file. Why is it green? Is it green? It's not green on my screen. It's green. That's a net twenty. <laughs> oh. Twenty. In roll twenty, it is. Whoop, whoop. Alright, uh... Trail Crete, you don't see anything. Uh, Crawl? Oh no, uh, 10. Okay, yeah, you don't see anything. Uh, So, with a nat 20 for a 23 total. Fio, you're the only one who sees this. Uh, Do you remember your good old buddy Pebble Chagrin? Oh man, that guy. You see what looks like him suddenly kind of step out of a shadow on the wall and is now just casually, carefully standing in the corner. Excuse me, what the hell do you want, Pebble? Pebble? Uh, You see instantly, like, it turns, he turns and he looks at you and his eyes go from the little tiny gnome eyes and then the pupils expand up and down, and the fur starts growing out of its face, this black fur. 
and the clothes start falling away from the body, revealing the tabaxi underneath. You're quite a clever one. Who the hell are you? Crete's already standing up and he's like nope, holding nope, the chair. Nope, 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 nope. I assume this is light, right? It is. Everyone, meet Crete. agile light. Crete. Crete is like like about to throw the chair. <laughs> Agile light, everyone. Everyone, agile light. Pleasure to meet all of you. That's uh, agile light? Yep. Uh, He's smaller than I thought he'd be. Don't look he, at our cheese he, board. He went from being a gnome to being a full-size tabaxi now. Yeah, but he's still a tabaxi. He's not a mm -hmm. lot of muscle on him. He doesn't need muscle to disintegrate you. I mean, he's like almost twice your height. I know, but I mean, maybe it's just because I'm surrounded by you two. You guys are throwing off my perspective. You know, your huge arms and broad shoulders. That's right, you're in beef country. <laughs> beef country. <laughs> Wait, how long have you been there? Mr. Uh, Agile? Or is it Mr. Light? Oh, he stepped oh, out of the shadow. A moment ago, you all invited me in. What? We did? Yes. Crawl? Uh, no, I believe it was... And he looks at Pauline, and then he looks at you, Trill. The two of you, actually. What? Everybody, I've been eating. What the hell did you guys do? I don't know. You said its name. Who? Oh. Agile? No, Nevix. Nevix? I've been oh. saying Nevix all morning. Did you guys just say it again? Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's already I thought, here. I thought if Kroll said it, it's fine if we say it. I am already here. Yeah. Do any, any of you need my services? Mm. Your services involve answering questions? I don't oh, answer wait. questions. Can I ask you a question? I really, really want to ask you a question, specifically about your patron. You wish to know more about Nevix? Wait, make sure it doesn't cost you anything. That's why I said, can I? I will answer your question about Nevix if you agree to help your friend on his quest for me. Which friend? You're talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> What's this quest? You on a quest for him? Yes. I, I told you I'm trying to find yes. the frame. Right. Oh my god. Right. That's why I we had a conversation before. It's we hard putting the things together. Uh, Ten and... minutes ago, and we said, "Does anyone who loves you do this so we don't die?" And I think oh, we agreed yeah. that in none of us, right? Ag Agile looks at you, crawl, and goes, "You put up with this every day." Rock. Have you found anything yet? Dude, dude, it's been like 10 hours. No. Exactly. It's been 10 hours. I've been busy with the cheese board. Although people did kill a guardian outside. Interesting. Who? 
uh, people from Elishad. The Aegis of Boawad. Don't tell them his name. The Aegis. Yeah, do it. Screw them. Oh, Incher. Oh, so Anita must be gone now. Wait, you know her too? Really true. I keep track of all the important people. Why is she so important? Well, she is technically fourth in line to the Beowulf name. Hmm. Damn. That's a lot higher than I thought. She wanted to spread her roots and to see what it was like living in the precinct before she accepted her final exile to join the rest of her family. Wait, she's exiled? She told her she was going to leave us. She's See? not exiled. Mm, mm. Neither is her brother. Wait, she has a brother? You've... You've met him. Well, heard of him, at least. Zephyrus right. Beowulf? Arena Master of Hollis? Right, right, right. Anyway. Yes, anyways. Hey, um, Agile. <laughs> So, if we help curl out here and find the thing, and for whatever reason, that individual uh, happens to think fondly of one of us here, are you still going to kill us as well? Because that doesn't really work for us. Without hesitation. So, yeah, I'm not sure we're going to help you, friend. I mean, really, what's in it for us? For you. The thing that you hold most dear, it seems. So, again, if I recall correctly, based on what I understand about this, or does you work for? You create some form of balance, right? That's kind of what I heard. Yes. What does that balance serve? The natural order of things. Natural order is great and everything, but you and I both know that there's something else larger than that. Then that keeping the natural balance prevents an unnatural thing from occurring, correct? Yes. And that would be the release of Nevix? No, the release of Nevix and the other Nessicents is, well, kind of in their name. <laughs> when people gather, they are necessary. Mm -hmm. And to bind them away, to lock that power up, that is unnatural. All beings so... live and all beings must die. This unnatural state of skipping death, coming back, the numbers of people here with no decay, the people in their greed, given everything that they need, still bartering for goods and services. 
inflicting their will on others who are less fortunate or less gifted than they are, this whole place reeks of unbalance. And I'm, I'm not going to argue that. I'm going to argue with that. There is I... always unbalance. There are always people who are richer than other people. That is not new to this world, sweetheart. What fantasy land did you come from? But the land where those things are magically held in check? Where they can be freed? Well, it's not like any of us have a say in it. I mean, it's the gu the guardians, whatever the heck those things are. And by the way, apparently they're explosive, so that's free heads up for you. Um, yeah, you don't you don't touch them. If you touch them, they blow up on you. Oh, see, yeah, you're right. They do blow up. But right. uh, wait, do you know where those things are from? The wall. Wait, what? They create them within the wall. The wall. The walls of the precincts. Who's they? Other guardians, from what I've been able to gather. Are they the ones that imprisoned the Nessence? Them and... He looks around at this place. A few other meddlesome beings. Oh, yeah. I guess my dad was involved in that, too. Oh! Ah, no wonder you seemed familiar. How many other fairies do you meet? I mean, honestly, I'm actually... There's like a ton of you guys in a few of these precincts. Wait, really? Yeah. Wow. Neat. Hmm. So, what? Wait, wait, wait. But what happens if uh, this whole this whole Rebellion, not rebellion, this whole changing of the guards, the arenas, the mix it ink. I'm not even sure if they're relevant, but the what's happened here, there, casino. Are these all tied to your group? Is it a group? Do you guys, are you guys like a group? You just underneath gives you like kind of that cat smile, smirk. We're not, we're not involved. It benefits us, but we have strict order amongst ourselves. So, but this... Um, no one here knows who put your name uh, out there. At this point, they're looking into it, but we know who benefited from it. Yeah, can we just give them a list of those names? I'm gonna not worry about that too much, but I am gonna do you a favor and point you in a direction while you've been resting up for the past 10 hours. 
Lev and I have been busy. Lorala Morales. Krull, you know the name. You know who I'm talking about. They're who I suspect. What information or proof do you have? <laughs> Let's just say that her lieutenant isn't going to be coming home for dinner. Is he missing? He's Pretty dead. sure he's, he's dead, dead, buddy. He's dead. Oh, sorry. Sorry. But before I could actually get any kind of confirmation, bled out. And then I just had to get rid of him. I wasn't going to wait for anybody to revive him or something. She's one of the very few people in my uh, ledger that I don't really know anything about. Well, maybe you should start shaking some trees. Yeah. Do you know where her group is located? The RRF? The one that I grabbed was leaving a ugly little establishment. Um, the... Oh, that other bar. The Duck Fart? Yep. Yeah. I never liked going there. Well, yeah, that name is not great. I think we're going there anyway. We are? That's the only lead we have. Oh, yeah. The one place we haven't gone in this entire freaking district. That's true. You haven't, oh, we haven't gone... been up north much either. Yeah, you haven't been, been to three of the little areas, I think. They obviously don't matter. <laughs> Otherwise, there'd be a little exclamation mark on the map to let us know there's a quest there. Oh, man. If I put exclamation marks for every quest I had for you guys, it would just be question or exclamation marks. I know. Every right now, it's I don't need to play Skyrim again. <laughs> I was thinking more, wow, when you get to a new district and suddenly you have like 18 quests in your thing. Mm. Um. So. Yeah, uh, I expect the rest of you will now be assisting Kroll. Don't try to run. I'm gonna run. Good work removing the tracker, by the way. And then he just kind of steps back into a shadow. I don't like that guy. He's kind of yeah, nice. No. no. What? He murders people. Well, yeah, but... You know, I'm sure they deserve it. Like, no, no. People, no, people just say, I want the other person dead. And he's like, all right, pay this. And, I, and I'll kill that family, too, because I can. That's it? The killing the family, too, thing is because it's a it's like a punishment thing. It's yeah, not that's, like that's what they always do. it's specifically they're, the people fucked with Nevix. Normally, it is yeah. life for a life. Oh, my gosh. Well, he they, seemed nice. They don't care why. They just care that they're getting a life for the life. Man, maybe I'm just a bad judge of character. Mm-hmm. I think you were a pretty good judge of character with uh, Anita. Yeah, no, was not. Anita was fine. Did she not be not here yesterday? No, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I think that's that's something for us to go with, right? So he can just show up anytime we say that word. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. so let's let's not say that word anymore. 
and um which word or we could say it strategically we have to say another thing in place of it something uh, we normally wouldn't say murder kitty hey i like it okay done i can't think of anything else all right whatever all right so unless we want the murder cat to come back um let's avoid Wait, saying it it's well, murder cat's faster I'm using that instead. Yes, we know who we're talking not, about. It's not about saying agile light. It's about saying the. I mean, know who oh, it is. at this it. point, they're one and the same for us. All right. Yeah, it, until they send something new to kill us, there's really no point in caring about who it is specifically. And did All he right, so... say that 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 cute boy, little Lev, is one of him? Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh. Lev's actually a. Uh... Wait, he's, he follows the murder. He's an exile. Oh. Does he also follow the murder cat god? Yep. Oh my gosh. He seems so nice too. Jeez, Maybe that's how they kill you. Character. I mean, one no. balance is not necessarily like an evil thing. They're. Yeah, but what that balance they, is what, full of shit. I mean, what they do to achieve that balance is evil. I'll give. I'll. I will say that. But um, yeah. Well, come on, did you just hear that guy? He said the one thing that you love, money, right? And then he went on this whole run about oh, people are being rich and blah blah blah. So like, I, what is I it, dude? Think, do you I not mean, care? To, to be money, clear, to money be clear. wasn't part of that at yeah. all. Yeah, they didn't yeah. care that people were rich. They cared that there was no way to change that. That, like, this world was forced to sit like that. What? Because mm -hmm. it's but stagnant. It, and it creates a system where individuals who have a certain type of power hold that power in perpetuity over others until their, you know, natural death. Yeah. Like the real world. Not, not really. I mean, Just because you've lived here your whole life doesn't make this correct. I mean, my people's history is based off of the the revolt and murder of our enslavement. It's one of the big reasons why we don't necessarily get along with the way things are run here. Or anybody else for that matter. Well, anybody else who's more interested in holding power over us. Yes. I just believe that there's a more peaceful, coexisting way of achieving that particular kind of balance. <sighs> you really are an idealist. There's a problem with that? I was just going to smile at you, not wanting to get into it. So I guess we're heading oh, to the... Um... Yeah, so the duck fart. Duck fart. Wait, back up. Who is the person he suspected? Oh, uh, oh, that is Lorella Morales. Melanis? Yeah, who the hell is that? Um, she's the head of the RRF, which which is, is William. You told me, but I forgot. R this was months ago. Rala's Revolutionary Force. I'm looking through notes and don't see it. Because you don't have that note, because you guys have not heard that name yet. Yeah, 
Okay. Someone write it down. Um, all right. I don't know. How, wait, how do you spell your name? Lerala Mora. Oh, I'm actually, I was actually pretty close. Um, what do I know anything about the RRF in general? They are literally like exiles who come in and raid and pillage and try to take things from the inside. And so that oh, is why that's living, right. on, living on the southern borders sucks. That's right. It's a coincidental. This is a whole bunch of uh, exile caught up in this. Not no. particularly, given the amount of Goliaths that are here. A very, very large population of us were exiled when we first arrived. Yeah, but because I mean, also like Loraler is an exile. Uh, the people Anita went off with as exiles. Lorala, uh, Lorala, Angel is exiles. Lorala is not an exile. Okay. I mean, there are people who are sympathetic to exiles. I mean, there are people who are exiled for what's say debatable reasons. For example, half of my society. Why were they exiled? Yeah. I mean, when you think of a society that's ruled by strength but is not able to accept the cultural values of other individuals, when we are forced to live within the cultural bounds of what the rules in this world are set at, you don't think people are going to chafe against that? Mm, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, when you're that large and tough, I mean, you're kind of used to being able to, you know, push yourself around, push other people around and, you know, kind of seize control of your environment, but you can't really File. do that here. File, think about it this way. Imagine if you suddenly got pulled up from your life right now and got plopped down in a world where people like Trill were the coolest and most powerful people and people like you had to fight and claw their way to try and be anything like him and you just don't have the same skills. Hey, why'd you use me as the example? <clears throat> I'm trying to make it relatable to her, but out of everybody in this room, the only people I can really point out are going to be you or me, because we're obviously the two weakest ones here. Yeah, that's probably true. Mm, yeah, sure. I was just, like, blinking and still not <laughs> comprehending. Actually, thinking about it, she might be the second strongest person, like strength score in this room right now. She oh, yeah, like 12. for sure. For sure. Coral is not strong. Yeah. Um, Fio, just think of it this way in your mind and worldview, money is the key to power. In the Goliath worldview, it strength is, is the key the... to power. Yeah, and we have a freaking arena. An arena this where is... if you have enough money, you can just purchase victories. Yeah, or you can be strong enough. Like, this is like an ideal setting. I just, I don't get it. It's not, it's not about the expression of strength and the arena. Yes, we can and do frequently do well in the arena. Mm -hmm. That's not uncommon. But many of our traditions stem 
from our physical strength and our ability to compete with each other and give and challenge one another in ways that do not need to be or should ever be bound by some strange magical legalese. So, when Goliath meet Goliath and wish to compete with one each other to see who is strongest, mm-hmm. we cannot do so with our traditions. We have to. Why not? Because we must submit to whatever this world deems as admissible. But that's only if you have to go in the arena. It's not about going in the arena. No one's stopping you from being Goliath. Or it's like pinching his, his like, his, the bridge of his nose at this point, and he's just like, the, 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 the guardians don't allow fighting at all outside of the arena. The Goliath can't yeah, but just is, duel each other. Okay, yeah, but is it sparring or is it like? You can't spar outside the arena. I don't think. No. Right. There is no form of combat allowed outside of the arena, period. And we are only but one culture that views things like this. Yeah, but I'm you sure see, like, any kind of hitting, cause, and she looks at, like, Pauline, who hits Trill over the back of the head. I mean, is that not? Well, it's not really combat. That's more, of, I guess, disciplining. Hitting. Yeah, but it's never with the intention to cause harm. It's a sign of affection, if anything. Yeah, but you said not to cause harm. You can spar and not cause harm. Yeah, but if you're not trying to cause harm, then you're not really truly sparring. All right, you're just we're, swinging the blade at each other. We're no, debating, you guys are full of shit. What, what, we're debating the cultural genocide of my people. I am not interested in talking about it at this level. What's the let's let's talk while we head to the duck fart. All right, sorry, great. Mate, <laughs> is um, there a knee yet? I, I expect to see a torso by the time we're back. Nope, just buttocks. Okay, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Remember, I believe in you, and I give him bardic inspiration. I don't know, I don't know what the hell he'll use it for, but he's got it. That can make this paper ball into the waste can. <laughs> Alright, Trill's ready to go. I was making some more notes in her journal before she leaves. Fine, I guess. Uh, you guys go to head outside, uh, you get to the door and you go to open it and it just goes Jail, move. You hear the other side of the door rumble and the door pushes back against you for a second and then he kind of steps away. You guys make your exit. Uh, As you guys walk outside, uh, you are a little bit tucked away from kind of where the main road is nearby. Uh, And you can see that there appear to be dozens of wagons within viewing distance up one way or down the other that are all kind of lined up and all seem to be heading out of this place. Uh, There do seem to be 
a couple of wagons still trickling in that appear to have um, random trade goods with traders that look kind of confused, and then a couple of caravans that still look like they've got a whole bunch of Goliath that are on there that are all kind of still trickling in. Um, and it, it's less busy than normal, but at the same time feels busier. Mostly Goliath walking around now, right? There are a lot of Goliaths that are walking around in the direct area around where you are. There's not because there's not a lot of businesses in this area outside of the Dragon's Flag. And like there's a couple of smaller places, but nothing where like anybody would be taking over. It's a lot of housing in this area. So a lot of the places that are around here are just like people packing up and getting stuff loaded into wagons and other people who are like, you can kind of hear chatter about, you know, some people want to get out of here right away. Others are like, no, you know, we're just going to hold out. Something will happen. We've got time. Merrick or, or, you know, Merrick will come back and help or Driscoll will come back and help or Bev will be back. And uh, Corbin flying around has been hearing, you know, rumors and whispers of people saying like, oh, yeah, Bev is Be Be Bev. There was a Bev sighting and she says that she's going to come back. And other people who were like, oh, Muntun Tunbun totally cheated. He's working with Resic and just lots of buzz going about within the wheel right now. Is Corbin back? Yep, he's just flying around. Did he find Firebelly? He he when he gets back, he says that he left a message with someone that he believes will have him contact you within the day. Alright. If you press farther, he will tell you that that person is me. Great's gonna hop up on Shale and offer uh, a ride to Whoever. Uh, cat form. Creed's lap. If you cat form Creed's lap, Fio rides behind or in front of you, and Trill kind of just like, you know, flies along next to you guys, hangs out. Oh. To, I was going to fairy form on Creed's lap. I, I, I think I'm going to walk. I think you could all fit up there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll just fly alongside. All right. I you just guys... kind of cat eye glare at Fire. <laughs> um, walking to get you there will add additional time. So if you guys want to try and like flag a wagon to try and take you part of the way, it would be faster. Or you can just walk. Your choice. Or you can all ride on shale and then be faster. How fast does shale move? Shale moves uh... pretty quick. Fast, fucking fast. That's what were you fucking fast? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll hold on. If it's faster to ride shell, it's just like hand you a rope, just glide, just drag me along <laughs> like a kite. Uh, <laughs> what the hell? Great, we'll hold his hand out. Come on, five. Fine. She gets pulled up on top of shale. Uh, you guys begin bolting along. Uh, are you going to follow the road or go directly there? You have that option on shale that you did not have with a wagon. Yeah, totally just go directly there. All right, work. Is anyone else terrified? How, wait, how do, what do you mean go directly there? Instead of following the road, like cutting across the center? Oh. 
like going in, in in hedges like if you look where the pinned messages are like you can see risers has all of that like land behind it it's mm -hmm. like coming from Horus and dragon's flag and where you are at right now and just going diagonally to the uh -huh. northeast and just cutting across instead of going all the way up to the market and then coming back out okay. can i still pretty much just nap as a cat yeah Right, cool. you, you marked off both of your wild shape charges and then gained them back uh hasn't there only been oh yeah 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 that's what i'm hoping is to get them back on the tree yeah it will it will be about an hour uh, versus 4 hours if you had been taking the wagon or 6 hours if you had been walking cool uh so yeah so you guys are going to get there in about an hour um I would like each of you to just roll me a d20. We're going to go do this in order of how I see you guys in the thing. So, Crete, you roll me yours first. Five. You guys have been riding along for about 15 minutes when a small bird flies up and lands on Shale's head at, like, mid-stride and just starts tweeting at Crawl in, in his little cat form. And Crawl, you hear... Hey, uh, yeah, Tiny Soprano. How's he doing? He, uh, he wishes to let you know that, as we've already told you, that the, everything is complete. We are just still waiting on the information that you said you were going to send our way. Information? Yeah, like what this thing looks like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I should be there to be ready for it tomorrow morning. All right, you, you're going to come all the way out to where it's happening? Hopefully. All right. If I not, will... I'll just send word to have you trigger it. All right. He turns around and he flies off. You guys continue on. Crawl, roll me d20. Thirteen. You guys are trotting along, trotting along. Crete with your special eyes. You're the first one that catches sight of this. Old Jenkins is just wandering through this field right now. Like, like elevator? Old Jenkins? Like... Yeah, the guy who runs the, the, the elevator, who runs the trade shop, Old Jenkins. Fr uh, Ronnie's grandpa? Yeah. Yeah, He's Old Jenkins. He's just wandering around? He's just wandering in this field right now. Okay, we'll, we'll pull up next time. Oh, hey there! Everything going all right? Yeah, just coming just to see if I can find a new place to build a house. Really? Yeah, it, they said I don't have a job anymore, so I figured I need to get a get a house. And everybody said we were moving out down here, and I wasn't gonna live in the in the the rim anymore. So, like, I figured I should find a good spot. And do you want to live out here? I mean, I really like my job, but if I don't if if I don't have a job anymore, I guess I don't need to be there. Where do you want to be? Working at my job. Then I don't see any reason for you to stop. But we don't need a Goliath trading post anymore. Resic shut it down. So, make a new one. Here? 
or just reopen the one that you already had. Oh, they're using that place. For what? It's where Wrestling's new, like, Arena Master building is going to be. Of course. Of course. Do you, think... have, do you have any butterscotch candies? No. Okay. I figured if, if you, you know, I wouldn't know if you had one unless I asked. Why? Because I wanted one. I've been wandering out here for like, I don't know, hours, I think. Great's gonna look at him a little bit more closely. Um, are you okay? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Creed doesn't think he's okay. What do I got to roll? Insight. But it would not be with your special eyes unless you're, like, trying to figure out if he's okay based on, like, something visual. Ugh, yuck. Um... It can be visual if you're trying to see if he's like emaciated or like he's seems drained or something like that. We've done here a long time. I'll let him rules lawyer that for you if you want. If that's what you want to argue, I mean, it sounded like it was more like you were trying to see if he was being controlled. If something was wrong with him, is what it sounded like. I mean, it. I mean, it. It really just boils down to Crete thinks there's something wrong with him. It could be anything. It could literally be. Old age is catching up with him, uh, for all he knows. But he doesn't, to him, this behavior is erratic. It does not seem typical of Jenkins. Um, and to my knowledge, and based on what I recall, he is asking for something that Resic was giving him. Previously, Resic did give him candy. That is true. So, I, I think still, something's I, wrong with him. But yep, Cree has no has no ability to really know for sure. His insight was a six. Yep, um, you're you're pretty. I mean, the best you can tell is it's he's old and just got told he was fired, and now he's just trying to figure out something to do. Uh, yeah, I mean, Crate just kind of like leans over and pats him on the shoulder and says, You do not have to be pushed aside or forgotten if you don't want to be. You need to speak with those among you, around you and tell them what you need and want. He immediately looks at Trill and goes, I need building materials for a new Goliath training outpost right here. Right here? I don't think you'd get a lot of foot traffic. They're probably not, but like, if I build it, they will come. It's an old Goliath prophecy. I'm not sure if it applies to trading posts. I'm sure the Guardians will help you with that. Good luck, Jenkins. Tells me to ask people around me and then just 
takes off, takes all my help and runs off. See how these kids these days don't no respect for their elders. Don't carry around but a scratch candies. Great to smooth on. All right, you guys keep rolling along. File, roll me d20. Jenk Jenkins is standing in the hill behind you. 20! All right. Uh, you guys are riding along, and as you're getting closer to the duck fart, you're kind of more riding alongside where the highway is. Uh, on a natural 20, what you see kind of riding along the edge, you see a carriage that you instantly recognize, Fio. It is a carriage you have not seen since your divorce. Oh, fuck. Hide me. It is riding into town right now. Something wrong? Do you need me to hunt you? Yep. Right. I, uh, she's gonna like. <laughs> I cast invisibility on her. There we go. What's going on? Just X's. Keep going. And you guys keep riding past. Did uh, you see anything? She's gonna like because she's invisible. She's gonna go like crane her neck because no one can judge her for looking. You can, you can certainly take a peek because nobody sees what you're doing right now and you can go ahead and roll me a perception. Okay. I'm, I'm going to call BS on that because like, she's probably holding on to Crete. Alright, you go ahead and roll me a perception see if you notice her. 19. I got an 11. You you really can't tell any difference between her normal movement as she's running riding along in this small crane that she does with her neck. Uh, with a nineteen, what you see is that there appears to be one person that's kind of on the outside of the wagon, uh, and you recognize them. It was the the matron that kind of followed your ex around and was his like personal on-hand attendant, essentially. He hated it. You loved that she was around and took every advantage with it that you could. And he never did, so it actually kind of gave her something to do. But you see that she is the one who is kind of riding it, uh, but the windows do appear to be, like, pulled shut on the wagon, so you can't see inside of it. Eh. And then she realizes she said that aloud. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. so, so are we there yet? And you guys keep rolling along because the only person who knows anything of significance in this moment doesn't say anything. Uh, Trill, roll me the last two twenty as you guys are kind of riding up. Okie dokie. See D twenty one. That's gonna be an eight. Okay. With an eight, as you are rolling up to, to the duck fart, you can kind of, you can see it in the distance now is where, where you're at distance-wise from it. Uh, and you see walking along the side of the road, uh, you guys are, are riding probably 300, 400 feet in from the where the road is, probably about 
60 or so feet in from the road, you see that there appears to be a, a small man pushing a cart along in the grass. Small gnomish man. And as you get closer, he looks like he's just maybe multicolored? Like the gnome is? And then you get closer and you realize that man is covered in paint. Um, do you recognize him? Yeah, you guys have had interactions with this guy. In fact, in, in fact, one of you bought some supplies from him and told him that you would be his, his helper in case he ever got in trouble. Yeah. Wait, was I don't think I was here for that. I think my uh, character was visiting, was off with, uh, I think, with his could mother be. or something at the time. It could be. Uh, if this is the one they bought the bag name, from. His name is Drevin Mixalata Paint. Yeah, there we go. Drevin Mixalata Paint. There we go. Yeah, I found it. He's just kind of pushing his little card along. Uh, are you going to point him out? Or, or yeah, I'm just like, hey, check out that guy. That guy's weird over there, right? That gnome appears to be covered in um, paint. Pretty well. Take a good look at him. Probably recognize him pretty quickly. Looks like Driven. And he'll take a slight detour towards him. Oh, hi there! Oh, I see you got great use out of that blood paint. Yes. Exactly. Blood paint. Don't don't ask. No. Uh gee, is everything okay? Oh sure. I just, you know, moved into town and like I said, I was really liking it here, but they said uh people have to go, so I figured I would follow the people. Maybe the next place will be a little bit more stable, huh? Maybe. Maybe, Driven. Are you headed for the Vale or somewhere else? Oh, I, I gotta be honest with you. I'm not exactly sure where I'm going. I'm just following these people to the northeast here, I guess. It was My cart was there, and I just kind of followed along, and then eventually there were a lot of wagons, and I couldn't push as fast as they were, so I figured I'd just get off the road a little bit. If you want my recommendation, I think the veil is probably better. There's quite a few people we know who are going that direction. But oh, okay. Just so you... I hope things will be better in the future. Well, me too, buddy. Um, you done any good painting lately? Just, um, just my friend here. Well, he did a wonderful job. I can really see the emotions you were portraying in there. Dealing with a lot, huh? I think we all are, Trevin. I think we all are. Well, just remember, things are calm at the center of a storm. But they're going to pick up again. You got to be ready. 
Do you need any paint? I'll look you up. All right. I'm going to head west and uh, let me know when you're safe. Will do. You see he turns the cart around and begins pushing back down. Uh, you guys arrive up to the duck fart. And the outside of this building is, right now, kind of has clusters of various races of people, humans and half-orcs. You see there are a bunch of wagons that are kind of pulled off in front of it. You're guessing that this is probably a lot of people for the duck fart to be tending to that they're not normally used to tending to. Um, there don't appear to be a whole lot of Goliaths around as you're walking up. The building itself is a standalone building. It is two stories tall. From the outside, you can see that there is kind of a old Western-esque saloon-style entrance on a corner of the building to get into it. The there from where you're riding up, there do not appear to be any other exits to the building except for that one bigger door. There are large windows on the bottom floor that appear to be like 10 feet apart. Um, each side of the building appears to be about 60 to 70 feet. The second story also has smaller windows on it that all appear to be barred from the outside. And the sign that sits above the entrance is literally a yellow duck with a green fart coming out of the kind of the, the side of it, and it's got like a little smirk on its face. Kind of looks like Trill. Hey, what? Nothing. He just smiled at you. Let's go. Uh,. When you said there don't appear to be a lot of Goliath around, is it look like there are like Goliath are avoiding the place or you see that the Goliaths that are in the wagons that are like tr trying to pull over and like kind of like let off and, and you know blow some steam off after being being on the road for a while, essentially are getting blocked out by other wagons. And kind of being told to continue on. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, Clyde, uh, uh, Crete will just dismount and um, help file down and tell Shell to find a comfy spot nearby to uh, to wait. Shale doesn't even look around for a comfy spot and just right where you dismounted, just down into a boulder. Okay. Well, shall we? Crawl stretches and pops back to crawl form. Let's do this. All right, you guys begin approaching the place? All right, uh, you guys start walking over. Uh, everybody, go ahead and give me a perception. And this is based on your special eyes. Ooh, another one. 19. My rolls have been on like, top. Wait, do we still get the plus two? No. 
That's the only for saves. Sixteen. Uh, seventeen. All got a twenty, and Corbin got a thirteen. All right. Uh, everybody sees this. Fifteen is what you needed. Um, groups are getting quiet as you walk past them, and people keep looking at Crete. Nobody, Don't worry. He's a good one. He's with no, us. Nobody says anything. Nobody tries to get in your way. People actually part to make sure that they are not in the way of the way that your group is walking. Fire 100% said that, by the way. She does not care if she is in the center of attention. You guys continue um, moving your way up and walk into the bar. The guy over on the piano goes. Skips. So you enter into the bar. Um, there does appear to be, you know, a dulling of conversation around you guys directly, but like the rest of the bar still kind of stays active and chirping and. Um, general thing that you hear most people talking about is what's going on, where what's going on next for them, kind of where they're going to go. Um, there seems to be a lot of people drinking. A, a lot of these people seem to be folks that are like getting ready to head out of town and they're having one last drink with some friends. Um, the bartenders here appear to be completely overwhelmed. Uh, you actually see that Zonk is here and uh, currently unmanacled and actually standing behind the bar and like grabbing things that are being pointed out to him by the bartenders and handing them to them, taking small sips as he's handing them, of course. Um, but like this place is packed. It is busy um, everywhere that you're like walking around in here. You're like essentially almost bumping into somebody. This place is so full right now. Can't see shit. Can you see anything from up there? Is he? Um, do you have any idea what Lorella's looks like? I don't. You, as far as I know, I think that that was one that you rolled really poorly on. It was. It was. And so you do not. Um, maybe we can ask a. Friendly bartender? I mean, usually that works pretty well. Question, do I or do I not have a very large tab at this bar? And so may not be so welcome. Uh, maybe I should ask. Do you want even or odd? <laughs> even! All right, I rolled a one, so that is odd. You do have a large tab here. Mm. Yeah, someone else should go ask. Um, I know well, reason. Well, the question is, how do we play this? It seems like uh, everyone's been very uh, cautious of Crete, given the recent uh, Goliath situation. So either he might get a better answer or they might not want to talk to him. I will remove myself from the equation. All right. Before, 
walk towards the bar where uh nearby where Zonk is and find space for himself next to Zonk. Uh, Zonk is behind the bar. Right. Like across from him. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um um guess I'll go to the bar. Crawl, you coming? Yep. Let's see what we can find out. All right. <laughs> Look at who it is. It's me. What do you mean him? Both of you, I suppose. Oh. How are you doing? Busy. Well, I can see that. First time I've ever seen you without the manacles. First time I've seen you working. As he's handing like a bottle of like dragon ale off, he's like takes a quick sip and then hands it off and goes, eh, you know, gotta pay off tabs somehow. <laughs> oh, um, well, as much of a delight it is to see you, um, we're actually looking for someone. Maybe you could help us? I mean, I feel like you kind of know most people, at least in passing. Mm, I'll tell you what I know. Excellent. Yeah, so we're looking for a person named... Uh, <clears throat> I'm kind of lean forward a little bit. Uh, Lerala Milanis? Go ahead, roll me a stealth. Oh, wait, my stealth's actually decent. Fifteen. It's a nice, solid number. Okay. Uh, you see that Zonk looks at you and goes, Nope. Don't think I've heard that name before. Damn. Uh, what about the other bartender? I mean, I assume he usually works here, right? Mm, both of them do. Oh. Uh, oh, you know who you should ask. He looks around for a minute. And he points over into a corner of the bar. And you look, and there's so many people in the way, but eventually you make out that there appears to be a about two-foot-tall frogman, like, cleaning a, up a table real quick and, like, gathering things and getting ready to, like, shovel them back towards the bar. Firebelly? It is. All right, I'm on it. And I fly up to the ceiling and fly over there, avoiding the crowd. Leaving crawl in the dust. I just kind of walk through the crowd with my actual non-existent strength, but I imagine that people assume that I have strength. Oh yeah, I mean it's not like like you can get past people. It's not oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. So it's not like a mosh pit. It's more of just yeah. It's more yeah, like everybody everybody is a foot away from somebody else. Gotcha. Oops. All right. So it's more Friday night bar. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, alright. We'll hang with Zonk, but we'll kind of keep an eye on the gang. Alright. Does Zonk know he's there? Yeah, they just talked. Oh. Oh, right. Uh, you guys head over there, and the this little grung turns around, and he has one eye that's looking at you, Trill, and on the other side of his head he has another eye that kind of turns and looks at Crawl. Hi. I've been looking all over for you, buddy. We have? I mean, it hasn't been that long. Cleaning up. 
I need to speak to you privately. Um, lean him up. Um, just... did did you not hear me? Oh. Oh. And I'll just turn and I'll like, oh, and I'll, I'll actually I'll say, where is lead me to a spot that's quiet. Follow me up. And he turns and he starts walking and he goes to a set of stairs that's right next to kind of where the bathroom is in this place that leads up to the second floor. As you guys kind of make it to the first crook, it turns and it goes up again. Like it only goes up like five or six feet the second time. And then again, when you get to that first crook, he turns and he pushes on the door that heads and the wall that heads in the opposite direction and a door like kind of pushes open and he walks into a room that's like, uh, essentially a five foot by five foot space. Like a little hidden closet. Perfect. A little tight in here. I just kind of glance at Trill, but don't, don't really say anything. We have Why new orders. We... Okay. Wait, we do? Oh, sorry. And they involve someone at this bar. You see that his one of his eyes, the the one that was trained on uh, Trill changes to looking at you, and the one that was looking at you changes and starts looking at Trill. Okay, what do you need? We have been tasked by the leader himself to determine who it is that's framing the uh, the group of assassins that you know that we don't really speak of. Okay. That has been, tr that has been tra traced here to someone named Oloralis. Both eyes locked on you. Milanus. Here all the time. Yep. I need you to point her out to us. Not here. Do they come at a certain time? Nighttime. What, like, when it's when the sun goes down, or what are we talking when you say nighttime? Mm, sun goes down, then a little bit, then they come. Then they're here, then they leave, and then the sun comes up not very long after. Okay. Well, that's what we need. You gotta keep an eye out for them. Let me know if you see them or any of their associates. Corbin will be flying around outside, too. You're free to flag them down. Okay. I know things already, if you want to know. Yes. All right. This guy, Raphael, used to hang out with Lorala. Dead. Like, not, not dead. Dead. Was it them? I mean, I would assume happened like, I don't know, three or four hours ago when they, he was the last one leaving. 
Oh. Okay. Do you know anything else about, like, how it happened? Yeah. Um, this, like, shadow kind of came over him, and then it kind of went past him, and then he was gone. Uh, actually, not the first I've heard of a shadow. Fires can linger. Magic kitty. All right. Anything else? There's been a lot of, like, badgers around recently. <laughs> Do you mean actual badgers? Yeah, like like wombats. Yeah, don't worry about it. They're with me. You shouldn't give that info away. <laughs> Quiet, you're not in this cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> You get a very uneasy feeling as one of the eyes comes back over to you, and you see that the grung, like, his his tongue looks like it almost flicks out of his mouth, but he stops himself. Um, look, Carl, I think he's one of your, I think he's, you, you two seem to be friends. I might go to wait in the hall, um, just so it's not as cramped in here. That's fine. Okay. I'm just gonna slip out of here. Crack the door open, flitter your way out, close the door behind you. Mm-hmm. Now that he's gone, do you have anything else of any more import? Do you have any strands that you need to share? He, uh, he, FYI, I'm referencing the special dimmer thing. He coughs for a second. <laughs> <clears throat> no, everything seems to be going according to plan. Did anyone touch base with you about this before I'd already gotten here? I'd not heard a thing. Manta has not reached out to me in days. I think she's uh, dealing with the issues of the whole Goliath takeover. Yes, yes. I assume we'll be probably sent somewhere else shortly. Mm, maybe. We'll see. If you look anything else right now, I can keep an eye out for you, of course. Nope, nope, you're doing fine work. Alright, uh, one second before we go back out there, I have to get back into character. It is so hard being just a slovenly barhop. You are doing <clears throat> the hard work. Follow me. And Lee opens the door and kind of walks back outside. I follow. Alright. So, uh, I guess we're waiting here until night? Yep. I'll wander around and try to just discreetly tell each member of our group that the person that we're looking for tends to show up at night. All right. You guys are waiting. Uh, as the day kind of progresses through, gets to about noontime. And the first whispers start coming in. Uh, everybody go ahead and just roll a d20. We'll see who, who hears the news first. Whoever rolls highest, we'll do some rollies. 15. Six. Five. Uh, 13. 
All right, Crete posted up at the bar. You're the first one who starts to overhear this chatter. The guardians have all vanished from within the precinct. Anybody who's wandering around trying to find one right now seems to not be able to find one until they reach the wall. Do we all know this at this point, or...? He's the first one who hears it, but then I'll I'll let him decide what he wants to do with it, but then the rest of you would hear it shortly thereafter. I mean, Crete will, depending on the proximity of everybody, try to pass that information along. Yep, you guys, uh, I mean, you're going to be here for a couple of hours. I'm assuming at some point Faya was going to decide that a table is, is yours, yes? Oh, yeah, she would have absolutely, like, found one to... So you find Preferably a... that had, like, a good vantage point, but I imagine it's, like, super busy, so she might just be standing around waiting for people to leave. Yeah, your your real vantage point is, like, from your table. You can see where Crete is at the bar, and you can, like, see the entrance, but that's really it. Uh, but you, you manage to, like, see where they are when you hear that and can easily make your way over there if you would like. Yeah, Crete will um, sort of rejoin the gang and uh, share that information immediately upon hearing it. That okay. is kind of terrifying. I've I've actually heard of this happening before when okay. murder kitties come into a place to really lay waste. So we should be getting the fuck out of here? Well, I mean, I think they're prepping on the fact that we're going to find information for them. I don't know for sure if that's what's going on, but I do know that I've heard of that occurring. So all the well, the guardians, they kind of just yeah, voluntarily it's, it's step out of, outside? It's kind of inexplicably inexplicable as to why it happens. But there have been a lot of times when the murder kitties do a lot of murder, the guardians are nowhere to be found. And where are the idiots still in here? I mean, if they wanted us to, they would just have done it. But we might get caught in the way. It's not like general mayhem and like a brawl of some sort. I'm not talking about a street fight. You don't think? You don't think with them gone that people are going to start shit? People I think, most likely think that they'll still be around, just that right now it's hard to find one. I think that um, assuming murder kitties do start doing their namesake, the people will mostly be fleeing. Yeah. I mean, really, am I, me, out of all of us, going to be the one to say... I think we need to tell these people they need to leave. Causing a panic will just most likely do more damage than not. These <laughs> people get are, murdered then. Shit. People are You are confusing. They do not do so discriminately. They live by rules. Yes, and the ones who keep those rules in place are God. No. They live by their own rules of the people in this world. They're the ones, the freest of everybody, considering that they really do live by their very own rules. Not to uh, 
you know, quibble too much with your point, but isn't saying that someone lives by their own rules the same as saying they don't have any rules? It's uh, it's a fine line. You are right. But they do. I mean, yeah. And if we start telling everyone to leave, then our target's probably never going to show up. Medicaid work. Okay, seriously, Curl, we need to talk right now. Like, why are you helping the Medicaidies? Because they'll probably kill me if I don't. Why? For fun? Do you, do you do you not realize by now how much more I I specifically, but also our small group knows about murder kitties more than anyone else knows. I thought they lived by rules of like who they're gonna kill. Someone's gonna pay I mean, them. They probably or they just kill do. for fun as well. No, the but they probably that? kill to protect themselves. Okay, why do you know so much about them? Well, he's not just an ambassador. Earlier, we may have heard earlier because someone didn't let it slip, but I, I like lean in real close. But I work for the Dimmer Guild, Spy what? Guild. Would we all know who that is? Uh, it it would be something that, like, as an elite, you would have heard rumors that there was a group that collects information and shares it around. Mm -hmm. um, and people who seem to know all of the tastiest bits of blackmail. Um, but oh, yeah. you wouldn't necessarily, like, know anyone, and nobody would outright admit that they were a member of it unless, like, it were dire. And Pauline outed me a few hours. <laughs> yeah, but nobody caught it, so you shouldn't have said anything. Oh, they, I caught it. They just didn't say mm. anything. Great's discreet. Mm. Pauline has so, no chill. So we're all in agreement, then we won't say anything? I, I don't think we can. We need to find that person. We need to find out for sure if they're the, they were the ones involved. If so, we get that information to them. The murder kitties come in, cleanse a lot of the issues that are going on right now in my mind, and I'm hoping so. And who knows, maybe at that point, and I'll gesture to Fio, maybe we can kind of move in and kind of take over. I love your optimism right now. I am absolutely digging it. I'm just a little worried about murder kitties murdering anyone in the vicinity just to get their target and we might be caught up in that um, is that fair i'm you, so confused it, it, is, it is it would not be fair murder th the thing way to think about it is this murder kitties are not indiscriminate <laughs> grenade launching killers murder kitties are somebody has chosen you to be dead and you just vanish from the plane yeah, but then he's saying, oh, they might kill me if I don't do this for them. Yeah, so, because like... he he has orders to do this job, and if he doesn't, he's betraying the orders that he's been given, and so he is in danger. That is what so he is So who gave saying. you those orders? The Dimmer Guild. 
I've been commanded by the Dimmer Guild to help find out what happened. Oh. Regardless, remember, finding this information out isn't just about helping those individuals. It's also about understanding the motives behind the actions that caused what is going on here. Why target my people? Why target my sisters? Why give Rethic space to take power? This is the best lead we have to find answers to a lot of those questions. So okay. I just don't know how we're going to really, get them once we find this person. We really don't care if these people die. Just, just making sure we're on the same page with that. The, the random people aren't going to die. Yeah, but these people we're trying to find right now. Oh, I, well, I, I mean, if, if they, if these are the people that actually caused all this and tried to kidnap Crete's siblings, I have no issue with them dying. Okay, and everyone they love. I mean, it's not. The, it's, well, I mean, it's that's their own fault. That's not a problem for you to deal with. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying and, that's that's the consequences, right? When do you have a conscience, Fio? Um, sweetheart, I've always had a conscience. I disagree. <laughs> She hasn't drank anything yet. <laughs> oh, you're right. Ah, Firebelly! Around for her! Firebelly brings around, and when he brings around, he hands you a little, like, you know, the little dimmer note, and it says, I'm all out of spell slots for the day, and I use the gift of gab to hide the fact that you said the fucking gimmer, dimmer guild six times, surrounded by people, so please be more careful. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so is his name really Firebelly? Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of um Seems a little on the nose. There's a fog. Yeah. You didn't see the way he was staring at me. Okay, I mean hungry. He and I have had some great drinks together. No? Okay. Well, I mean, eh, I guess it's just maybe you're just not edible size. That is true. The wings probably don't help you. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm pretty sure Grung are also like three feet tall. I'm pretty sure you are identically the same size as him. Yeah, but their body is like 60% mouth. Fair enough. He's like two and a half feet tall, tw- about 25, 30 pounds. So yeah, right around the same height as you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway. all, all mouth. <laughs> we need more information. We're wandering around blind at this point. We don't know who or why things have changed. We don't know the fate of the flagon and what is contained within it. And so... Pretty sure that up and left already. As far as we know... the cage is still important. Is it? What else is going to contain it? Oh, I mean, we also have to have the ability to put it back in. Which I don't have that. It, which means chasing this down. <laughs> All avenues lead back to this. 
file. If we want things to change for the better, we have to be willing to risk things. <sighs> I'm just not sure about the risk benefit right now. Math isn't the only way to justify things. A little bit more time passes at the bar. It comes mid-afternoon-ish. You guys have ordered some food, which is nowhere near as good as the food that you get at the Dragon's Flag. And drinks that are a little bit subpar, and you wish that you might maybe had a little bit of that kapow magic around to make them tasty. And as time continues kind of moving through the day, whispers, rumors come to the table of fights breaking out in the city. See, I told you. Seriously, when it comes to people's nature, you guys need to listen to me more. I don't think I ever argued your nature or argued that you are wrong. I am saying that in certain circumstances, we're powerless to change things. Yeah, but we gotta help some of these people get out of here. We should maybe check on Pauline. I'm pretty sure I she agree. just hide in Merrick's office. That's I hope so. True. Yeah, if anything, I think the Dragon's Flag is the safest place. There's a lot of uh, a lot of spells in that place. Fire's getting like kind of super agitated and antsy because she feels like basically a fight's gonna break out in here and shit is gonna go to hell and we're not gonna find these people and we should have left before <laughs> things are out of her control yeah well, she, she she knows people right and she's like the guardians are gone the ones who like keep the law in order people are gonna catch on to that and shit is gonna go south now that people don't have to be constrained by their roles. The quickest way to solve this, though, is to find the people, let murder kitties know, have them do what they do, and the guardians come back. You hope. I mean, it, uh, yeah, but it seems like the best option. Like, if, if you were just going to start trying to get people out of here, what would you do? Just start trying to say, hey, get out of here. It's like there's going to be fights. Nobody's going to care. Yeah, actually, if you wanted to avoid a fight, getting people to get out of here would be the worst way to do it, I think. Especially considering everyone's very on edge right now. Yeah, a lot of people have packed up to go. We could lightly prompt them to be like, hey, you should go now. But that doesn't solve the problem that we still need this person to show up here. And if the bar is empty, they're going to think something's going on. How am I the one? Yes, Mr. Like, I have no morals. I don't care about any of us. Think that we should help these people get out of here. I'm saying that we can't. There's nothing we can do to help them other than rectify the situation as quick as possible. If things are as unstable as you think they are, then their safest, the safest place they can be is among friends, among people they know. Like... Like, when you say get out of here, do you mean the 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 whole wheel? Because do you know how many yes. hours that takes from where yeah. we are? Like, yeah. th that's not safe traveling there if it's as bad as you're imagining. Yeah, but everyone's, all the trouble's going to stay near the populated area, let's be honest here. 
not if you many of these people, people don't want to leave either. That as well. If you if you start if there there's a good chance that people that are ready to leave when they find out the guardians aren't here are going to turn and start attacking the Goliaths. Don't say that so loud. Okay. But I warned you. She's going to glare at all of you. Time keeps ticking, ticking, ticking. Comes nightfall. Into the future. You see the sun begins to set the twin suns. And it's actually becoming nighttime. And again, more and more information is coming in. Huge fights have been happening between people who don't want to give up their land and the Goliaths that have been coming here for it. The entire central marketplace apparently is a large battlefield with the Goliath taking up a camp at the rim at the new Arena Masters Tower. And preparing forces to head up to clear out the remnants that are still fighting to maintain a hold in the main town. Some of the people in here begin to trickle out to go and help. Others begin to gather up their things and get into wagons and try and get back onto the road where for hours now, as you guys have been inside, people have moved feet in 10 minutes. Place is thinned out now, though, but there's still a lot of people in here. You're still estimating in your head, like, it's half the folks that were in here now, but everybody is still relatively close to one another. There's still probably 40 to 50 people in here. You guys are still sitting around your table. Zonk has left by this point. Crawl will just motion to Firebelly, and Crawl will use... Um the dimmer cantrip to just pull like a thought out of his mind and give it to Firebelly so that there is no actual verbal communication. Right. But he's just saying any any new word on the target. Uh, same thing comes back. Should be within the next hour. I will relay that to the group. Just turn and say a person should be here within the hour. we like take up positions or something or like act casual definitely act casual if they come in and we're clearly all like spread around the bar looking at the entrance that's kind of suspicious oh so we should stay here i mean maybe get drunk or don't are we gonna need Who are to... you are we going to need to Isolate this person? How do we actually expect to get information out of them? Um, kind of assumed you'd intimidate them. Or Fio would work her magic. I might... It's only going to be... kind of already used a lot of my spells today. Um, we haven't really rested in a while. It's a new day. We totally took a long rest earlier. Did I totally not? Then why do I have all these things? Okay, well, let me undo all these things. Yeah, you should have everything. I have 
The Shit, only thing I think you guys spell. are missing right now <laughs> is one invisibility spell that was cast yeah. okay, and okay. one use of wild shape. I think it was the only two things. Okay, 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 cool. I'm taking back all my spell slots. Okay, um, I have this spell that can come in handy. It doesn't always work, but zone of truth. Trick is, though, like, you have to get them talking, because they can just not say anything, and it doesn't, like, compel them to talk. Well, we can try. I'm pretty good at persuading people, and Trill is good at talking. Mm-hmm. And, um... And if the Guardians are truly gone... Yep. You and I are on the same page. Wink, wink. Don't say it aloud. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, smack, smack. Yeah. Alright, you guys continue waiting. Uh, Corbin sends you a message, Eric. She's approaching. Entrance? Yep. Two people with her. Which entrance? There's only one entrance to this place. Oh, there's no back? There's no back door. Well, that's weird. I'll just say under my breath, here she, here she comes with two people. Uh, and you see walking in through the front doors of the saloon is a half-elven what looks to be easily some kind of frontiersman, ranger, somebody who travels the land. Uh, she's got makeup on her face that's like war makeup that looks very crudely drawn on, almost with like charcoal um to putting some you know terrifying in her mind features on her face um she carries at her side what appears to be a uh two-headed axe um that's you know about a foot and a half long for the haft across her back you see that there is a quiver or what what, what what's the quiver equivalent for a javelin called is it still just a quiver yeah, I would just say quiver. Okay, so. she's got a quiver of javelins on her back. Um, all of them appear, even in kind of the the not exactly bright light in here, to just kind of gleam in the light. Um, she carries herself with confidence, poise. You don't hear her footfalls as she's stepping. You do hear the footfalls of the two people who are with her, though. On her left, walking in, is Vandril Galric. The warlock who is a tiefling and and works at the arena as the physician to heal everybody after matches. And on the other side of him is Corbinian Tian, the Yuan-Ti mayor of town. They walk in, uh, nod. She, you see that uh, Lerala nods to the bartender and immediately starts making her way towards the, the stairs in the back that are going to lead upstairs. I assume he's no longer the mayor, right? Because he's not a Goliath. Uh, there's not been anything overturned yet, so for right now, he's still technically the mayor. Okay. She's heading to the back. What are the other two doing? Following her, like oh, okay. lockstep. Thoughts? Should we just go upstairs? Shadow them. Yeah. Listen in on whatever they're talking about. Yeah, let's do it. Mm -hmm. 
And I mean, if we go up there, then we're also kind of away from the crowds. It might be better. I'm going to turn into a cat. Yeah, you do that. And sneak you... after them. All right, everybody that is following after, please roll me stealth. Are you uh, choosing not to? Specifically to give them enough space so that if he does follow, when he starts following, he doesn't expect them to notice. Mm -hmm. So how long are you going to wait like with them out of sight before you start walking upstairs then? Um, let's see here. I will give it, he'll give it probably like two minutes. Mm -hmm. Mark. I would I would like Agreed. you to, to to mark that down so that you can remember it that it will be two minutes. Two minutes. Um. So, who is following up? Critically failed my stealth check. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm assuming you were following first since you turned into. Wow. Yep. So you <laughs> <Someone> steps on. <laughs> you turn into a cat and somebody immediately steps on your tail. Rawr! Uh, Lorala turns her head. Get that thing out of here. When she says that, so, I'll just, like, scared cat, like, fat tail, and just, like, sprint under, like, tables. All right, very good. Uh, Firebelly is chasing after you, knowing it is you, and so, like, keeps missing you before yep. grabbing you. Uh, the rest of you that are choosing to follow, uh, go ahead and roll me your stealths with disadvantage. Disadvantage? Disadvantage. Ah, I am staying with creep. Oh, that's an eight. All right. Uh, you, as they continue up the stairs, they turn to, to head up the second set of the stairs there, and Lorala, uh, not Lorala, uh, Corbin, Corbinian turns his Yuan-Ti snake-like head towards you. Can I help you? Um, hi, hi, um, Maybe. My name's Trill Barberly. I was wondering if I might have a moment of your time to speak with you all. We are quite busy right now. Please feel free to stop by the Ambassador's Guild at your earliest convenience. Yeah, I, 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 I totally would. Um, but I actually have an, I, I, kind of important time-sensitive type thing going on. Uh, you, you might have heard my father. Uh, you know, we've we've been here and around the wheel for quite some time. And, you know, with all the changes that are happening, um, <clears throat> uh, specifically, I, I, w I was hoping to uh, maybe spend some time to uh, uh, perhaps talk with uh, Morales about something uh, private, actually. Corbinian, Corbinian turns to look at Lorala, who get rid of them. And then she and Vandrell will continue walking up the stairs and Corbinia will turn back to you. I'm so sorry. But we have a very important meeting right now. Um, understood. I'll uh, hang out down here. It would probably be best if you weren't here when we got back. Oh, okay. Um, how long do you think you'll be? Just, you know, if I wanted to finish a drink first or something. Uh, Corbinian mm. 
peels their teeth their lips back slightly revealing the snake-like teeth underneath but doesn't say anything mm. I'll, I'll make it a small glass have a wonderful day he continues up the stairs Ugh. gosh and i voted for that guy too What are you doing? Where did Carl go? Uh, you see that Firebelly has just picked him up and gone, Got him! What's he doing then? He just walks over to like, the bar and sets you down. Alright, I sneak back upstairs. Alright, roll it. Do Crete and I see the whole thing that with trill happened you did you did i am assuming <laughs> that you were waiting until you've now lost sight of corbinian to to start the two minutes yes Four, uh, 14 yeah uh cat goes back sneaks upstairs uh one of the bar maids that's wandering around does try and pick you up real quick as you go by but you kind of slip past actually roll me an acrobatics let's see if you how easily you slip past low low target number uh, Crete pats her on the ass. Distraction. <laughs> Twelve. That's, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna okay. aid. Give advantage. Roll. Roll. Roll with advantage. That that gives you advantage. One hundred percent. Fire is just gonna be like. Fill a twelve. Are you? All right. Uh. So she has the hands around the cat belly, but then the hand comes in and she does the whole pull-up thing and her fingers are just too far apart and you slip through and scat scatter up the stairs. Uh, you get to the top of the stairs and upstairs is as big as downstairs is, but it appears to be a long hallway that you initially come up into that then tees off down a ways and you can see that there are a whole bunch of rooms here that have closed doors. I'm going to try to just walk silently through the hall and listen to see if I can hear anything in any of the rooms. All right. You can rely on your 14 or you can re-roll your choice. I'm going to say I re-roll because I got caught already after the 14 by her. All right. Sounds good. Twenty. You make your way stealthily down this hallway, uh, making sure that you, where your paws are going down, you're not going to make any noise, making sure you kind of stay out of eye line if anybody, you know, walks by. And as you're making your way through, you get down to the T, you go down one way, you don't really hear anything, kind of lazily cat-like, cat make your way back to the other side. And as you get down to the other side, uh, you see that Corbinian is like just now kind of getting to a room and like opening the door and closing it behind him. So you follow up behind and uh, you hear Corbinian say, ah, yes, Grace, we've been waiting to meet with you. Oh, dun, dun, dun. oh sorry. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Bottom. <laughs>